Stunner, what up? Double trouble, you know how to do the remix, right? True niggas grind all day. Hey, watch it to fuck up the game, kiddo. To be talking from Basa to that represent to the world. Recognize real to Kionana. It's what gang o'clock. Man's chilling on the block. Come to crack my jokes to have some fun. Buddha, could you just in a smoke? Could you just in a smoke? Could you just in a smoke? Come and sit in many shape around on a smoke. Could you just in a smoke? Man's dealing on the block. Come to crack my jokes to have some fun. Buddha, could you just in a smoke? Could you just in a smoke? What's good? Can you live in a bra? What's going on, bro? My trip was amazing. I can't wait to get into it, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping, man. Y'all thought I was gonna come and look like this. Hold on, hold on. I think he only makes this one. He only makes this one. He only makes this one. I think, I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? That's all I saw. You know what I mean? Okay. What's going on, y'all? All my strapper G in the building. Talk shit. Get smacked. Oh, the vlogs are coming. The vlogs are coming. Y'all, yeah. um, yo. We're gonna get into all of that, man. I recorded so much, I ran out of memory space. My, my memory card is full. So that means I got, I got a lot of work ahead of me, man. I got a lot of fucking work, so... I can't wait to show it to you guys. Yeah, man, I got, I got it from the tailor, man. I got it from the tailor. Hey, yeah. Y'all, that was Stunner TNG. Yes, man. Shout out to our guy, Stunner TNG. The whole 254 was popping. All right, let's just get right into it, you know? <laughs> Three, two, one. Top, 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 top hill episode. 156. Let's get it. Yes. Welcome to another episode of the Top Hill Podcast. I am your boy, Mr. Top Hill Pod, a.k.a. E-Money Boss. And I'm your girl, Jamila, with her own boss. And yes, guys, welcome to another episode. Um, we're glad to be here. Um, you know, this was a very uh, 
dope week. Uh, first and foremost, of course, I was celebrating my birthday. I'm gonna go get myself. Yeah. Some Thank you guys so much for all the birthday love and wishes and, you know, everybody that, you know, contributed to, to my birthday and making sure I had a great time. And, yeah. So. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just so happy. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I guess you're going to start with me. How was my week? <laughs> all that good stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, is, yeah. that is yours. So <laughs> we, don't, we don't know that. You're going to have a phenomenal week. You know what I mean? Like, your week could have been way better than mine. <laughs> Are you gonna like cross over like into like comedy or something? Is that something that you're thinking about? I think we've always been in comedy a little bit. You know, we no, make, we I make don't the people mean, laugh. Shit is funny. To me, <laughs> we make the people laugh. Not a game. You know what I mean? Like I, I think they come here for a good time, and we provide them a good time. You know. I had a good week. You know, yeah. business is good. Life's great. Yeah. You know, but I wasn't in Kenya. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's you know it is what it is. Next time. Definitely next time. I saw somebody was willing to pay for your trip and everything. Did you see that comment? I was just like a little too late, a little too late, man. Um, he said I could stay at his house. <laughs> I've seen that too. <laughs> we was gonna stay at his house. <laughs> Depending on the house, <laughs> where you went? <laughs> where you in Westlands? Where you Kilimani? <laughs> like I need to know where he was at because if you was in Kiberu, it will be no. <laughs> should have asked him. You got should've, all the details. Should have asked him. Should have asked him. Um, of course, guys, as you know, um, I was in Kenya um, for a little bit over a week, like right around a week. I spent time in Nairobi and I spent time in Mombasa and the Diani Beach. And what a phenomenal experience. I still can't believe I'm back. Honestly, like, I was so on go the whole time I was there. Like, my brain and my body really couldn't keep up. Honestly. Really? Yeah, because, like, when was I it tell tiring? you... tiring? Did it feel like work? Or were you having fun the whole time? Like, what was it? Was it ups and downs, roller coasters? Was it... It was... Exhausting? No, it was just... It was constantly up because, yeah, the gas pedal never really let up. I, I barely slept while I was there, which I kind of figured that was going to happen. I, I figured I was just going to be you know, doing work, but it didn't feel like work. It felt like purpose, like what I was supposed to be doing. And it was just, it was incredible. But like, literally I was doing something until literally my flight was ready to board. Mm. (laughs) Like I'm I'm a break, I'm a break down what I, what I did and everything. Of course, this is the live, but I did record and I recorded a lot guys. I got a lot of vlogs coming, a lot of collaborations coming. Um, some that you guys asked for, and I'm just so happy that I was able to deliver it um, for you guys. And, uh, yeah, so you guys can see my experience with me there. Y'all want to know what's so crazy about, like, this whole thing is that I don't know about anything. <laughs> That's not true, because I was talking I, to Jamila while I was you, out there, too. You talked to me, like, twice. Like, three times. And I had to call you. I had to look for you. I called you, too. Call me with Stunner. You called me when you was with Stunner. And I called you. Okay. You called me when you got with Stunner. <laughs> I had to look for you and call you. It was such a big time uh, difference. I was, was just like, oh, my gosh, what is he doing? Why isn't he posting anything on his stories? Yeah, it was a seven-hour time difference. 
I know people are saying like I'm being stingy with the picture. Like I, I even my family's texting me right now. Like I want more pictures. Like hello. I just I don't know. Like it, for me. And the fact that we're here on Monday and I'm still not getting nothing is just really throwing me off a bit. We need something. Um, didn't you tell me at one point you like elephants? Yeah, it's my favorite animal. I, I thought so. Here you go. <laughs> You know you got me one like this too, right? This is my second one. This is your second one? I'm so excited. Yes, because it's so cute. Oh, that is so cute. I still have my other elephant. You do? Oh, I'm, I'm so excited now. Yeah. I feel like I have a collection. That's why I just got excited. Every single time, more than one. Was, was that one red too? No. Okay. I'm going I'm to uh, keep, every single time I go to Africa, I'm going to give Jamil an elephant. <laughs> yeah, you guys, oh, you guys want to see? Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Maasai Mara market. I had to go there and get a couple of, couple of things. So cute. Um, but yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So, let me look at the comments real quick. You guys are in here. Um, yes, I got this from. You got some Kenyan news. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I didn't know what was going on over there. <laughs> Quote of the day. What I the? ain't remember ODM <laughs> that is the party. Oh my god, y'all. Why is that the quote of the day? <laughs> I didn't even think about that this is Kenyan newspaper. Like that's 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 interesting. Um first and foremost I wanna shout out the Taylor, my man Nelvin Chuma, uh from NC Nairobi. Um as you guys see I'm wearing one of his incredible pieces and um I got like five pieces from him, I'm not gonna lie. I told him I was coming out to Kenya, uh sent him my measurements and he had them ready for me um, when I came to pick it up. Made a few adjustments when I got there and stuff like that. When the fly um, was really, really amazing. I loved the final products. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I wanted to wear it today. I wanted to wear one of them today because um, I wore some when I was out there. But then I realized, like, damn, it's freaking cold back home. Like, as soon as I got off the plane, I was just like, yo, what, like, what the hell happened? It's cold. Yeah, it got cold. Like, <laughs> but anyway. Um, Let's see here. Everybody in the building. Appreciate all the birthday wishes in the building. Um, he's, uh, Kenyan living abroad said, you can never have enough of Kenya. I have my family living in Frankfurt, Germany, and still going to Kenya. I guess it's the 52nd time to visit since 1994. Wow. That is incredible. Like, I'm not going to lie. I felt the same exact way. Like, literally after the second day, I was just like, I'm not going to have enough time. To do everything I want to do, to see everybody I want to see, to go all the places I want to go. I was like, this is impossible. And for most of the time, most of the people that I met there, they're just like, yeah, most people that come here, they stay for like two, three, four weeks oh, to, wow. to really get, you know what I mean, a little bit more of Kenya. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I didn't even get to experience the nightlife at all, which is, which is nuts. Ew. I know. Didn't get to experience the nightlife. No, not I, one night. I okay. I went to one club, but it was the worst night to go because it was Monday, which is the slowest night. It was raining, and when it rains in Kenya, the Kenyans stay inside, mm -hmm. basically. And then Monday's like reggae night, so it's like it, nobody really was out there like that. But even even then, it was still a decent amount of people. The club was was nice. I forgot the name of it. It was in Kilimani. But like all the recommended clubs that people were telling me to go to and stuff like that, didn't get a chance to go. But I'm happy with it though. I'm, I'm like, I'm happy with my experience. I'm, I'm not regretful for it. It just gives me another reason to come back and experience it. Um, I have a lot of reasons to come back. 
Um, he said, nice Kenya bangle is worn by Maasai Warriors. Oh, yeah. So a Maasai uh, warrior actually gave me this uh, when I was on the Diane uh, Beach. Um, he didn't give me an option um, if I wanted it or not. He just put it on my wrist, and, and that was it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I, I guess I guess I would keep it on. Uh, he, she said, careful, that's a stone. If you drop it, it breaks. Oh, he was all about when he was holding the elephant. Um, he said, this guy is the best tailor and give really good custom cuts. Yes, if you guys. Is he the, is this person the one who referred you? No. So, oh, okay. So, actually, shout out to Austin Holloman. Um, I've seen um, some of his YouTube uh, vlogs about him being in Kenya, and he mentioned NC Nairobi, and um, I reached out to him uh, through that, and then um, I got a chance to meet him. I'm the band. Should I tell people, like, all the people that I collaborated with? Or should I just wait until I drop a couple? Drop a couple? Okay. You guys are in the live with me. I appreciate y'all. Especially if y'all in Kenya. Yeah, I was in the live. Because y'all in the live. Yeah, because I might not post this on post-production. This is just our conversation, maybe. So, and it's a seven-hour time difference. Like, why are y'all up right now? Like, (laughs) (laughs) y'all are are crazy. Um, But, yeah. Um... So with some of the collaborators, so I'm gonna just give you all of them. Fuck it, we here. Uh, exclusive. NC Nairobi, Novin Chuma. I got to interview him. Um, very great conversation. Talked about his walk from modeling into fashion designing. Um, I got to talk to a guy named Marvin, um, who is a digital marketer. Um, it helps people with um, digital marketing, how to invest um, abroad. Um, really great conversation with him and he also got to show me uh, the central business district he he showed me around like a true Kenyan you know what I mean like it was like I didn't go to the tourist spots I was in I was in the streets with him <laughs> and it was dope um, Mafame Musa shout out to Mafame Musa I got to um, chat it up with him uh, talk about how he left his six-figure job and brought his wife and his two children left Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and moved to Kenya. They've been there for a year. Um, so exciting. Yeah. Yes. Got to see him. Um, who else? Stunner TNG, Double Trouble, and Young NC. Um, I got to meet up with them in Mombasa. Um, y'all, y'all was on 10. Y'all was lit when y'all called me. I yo, was so mad. Oh, I was so mad. Just the way how that worked out, guys. Like, if you guys don't know, Stunna has been um, out of Kenya for nine years. So, it was his homecoming, him coming back to Mombasa for for nine years. Oh, really? Yes. And he came back literally on my birthday, on October 20th. So Wow. Just like, this Look is just, at, that is just so divine. Exactly. Look at God. That's amazing. That's what we were saying. It was God time. It was like, it, we just, it had to be done. You know what I mean? That so, is crazy. It's like, nothing is by coincidence, right? It's at just, all. But like, that was supposed to happen. So, that was fire. Um, what made him come back then? Like, what? I, I I think it was just always in his plan that that was just the, oh. the day and time that he was supposed to be coming. So, got to meet up with him. Um, I want to apologize now, guys. We didn't get the chance to talk to Collagraph Jones, but um, you know, possibly in the future. You know, don't do that. <laughs> Shout out to Collagraph Jones. We I was actually in talks with him throughout my trip there. It's just our schedules could not align. Um, he was busy. I was busy. But you know. 
um, at least we are in talks and in, in conversations. So um, another reason to you know come back and collaborate. Jamila is funny, dog. You know I can't look with you, though, right? No. Because I wasn't there. <laughs> That's probably what it was. He's just like, oh, you solo? Oh, no, nah, we good. We good. I, I thought that you was bringing her. And a lot of you guys were asking where was Jamila, but, you know. Uh, I was working. I was working. I was working, guys. I was working. Yes. Um, also, I got to meet some of our fans out there in Kenya, which was amazing. Um, shout out to David. Um, I got to see him when I was um, flying out uh, to Diane Beach. Shout out to my guy, Franklin. Um, I got to see Franklin um, actually on my uh, way back home, he was he was on the same flight. So shout out to you guys. I appreciate you guys for coming up to me and saying what's up. Um, it was it was definitely dope. Um, and yeah. Um. All right. I guess we can get right into it. You know. Um. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking at me like because I don't know. It's just like, should I just like go day by day and like explain what happened? Or should, you know what I mean? You got, you got a question for me? Y'all got questions for me? I don't know. Like, I don't know how I should do We want to see it. It's like, you know, it's beautiful. It's Africa. Yeah, like, yeah. you got to take us on that actual journey. We want to be there. We need you to hurry. We need you to work. Fuck hey, this episode. <laughs> no, don't fuck this episode. This is like a good tell-all. Like, I get to explain to y'all what's going on. Like, listen, the, the videos are coming. But the videos are going to take some time. It's a It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot, y'all. And it's all me <laughs> editing these videos. Um, he said, maybe share one video. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Like, I don't even have the camera with me. Um, you got something on that phone. I do. I, got I know you got phone. something on that phone. But how am I going to It's the same shit. No, it's not. <laughs> y'all are, y'all are Airdrop wild. it. Airdrop oh, one good Oh lord I don't know how I don't think I could do that I don't think I could share it on here The way I want to share it on here Um Yeah no I, I, I'm not even going to do that to my brain right now Because I got to figure out which one Nah I'm good <laughs> Um But don't worry guys It's coming So stingy He went to Africa by himself <laughs> And if you guys and I, I posted some stuff on my birthday I posted some stuff on, on my birthday If you guys follow me on my Instagram You know what I mean I posted all the stories And Barely. Like that, you know you probably posted like two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did. I, I, no, I posted. I posted a couple of things. I did. A couple. Yeah, a couple of things. Yeah. So, um, I'm very excited to bring it to you guys. I want to bring it to you guys as soon as possible. Um, I just ask you guys <laughs> to please be patient with me. It is a lot of work to edit these videos. I'm gonna be impatient for you guys. <laughs> she's gonna be ass. on. Yeah, she's gonna be on my ass. You're like, all right, like nigga. Um. You so yeah, great video too. Yeah, you didn't have the drone this time, did you? I didn't have the drone. Um, I didn't want to risk it. I just heard too many stories about um, Kenya, uh, you know, holding holding drones because they had an incident a long time ago um, where they banned drones, or, oh. or you have to have a certain permit to fly a drone in um, in Kenya, yeah. and I just didn't want to deal with mm-hmm. all that, so I left it alone. Um. I guess I will start by saying like a few things that I learned about Kenya that I didn't know. Okay. And um, the first thing, my very first thought, as soon as I got off the plane and I walked out of the airport, I was like, that is some good air. 
that is some really good air y'all got here. Like, like I was just able to breathe so well there. You know what I mean? Like, um, if you guys don't know, if you guys are not from Kenya or, or just not aware, Nairobi, uh, which is the main city, sits over a thousand miles above sea level. So it's a pretty high up city, like kind of like how Denver is here in the U.S. Um, so it's just like crisp mountain air, and it's surprising because Nairobi has five million people living in it. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's a big it's a big city. It's a That's very big this. city, and Nairobi also has their own national park within their city limits. Mm. So when you go to the Nairobi National Park Safari, you can literally see all the different kind of animals and wildlife right there while looking at a city skyline in the background, which is like nuts. Um, mm. So, very, very beautiful. Um, what's some other thing? Kenyans like country music. Like, it's like some of the, it's the most random thing. It's like, <laughs> you you could get in an Uber and they'll be playing country songs. And I'm like, what do y'all know about this? Like, it's, just, it's random as heck. So, but, what do you know? Because you don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I barely like know. I was just like, I barely know. But meanwhile, while they know about country music, they have, I met a lot of people who had no idea what American football is. Mm. Which I thought that that was fascinating to me because it's just like, you you never, I, I get it, like, everybody calls football outside the U.S., like, that's, you know, we call soccer, that's y'all football. But it's like, y'all never even seen it before? Like, they never seen it. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the Super Bowl is. They don't know what nothing, like, none of that is. I love that for them. Yeah, I'm not saying all Kenyans, of course, but I'm just saying some of the um, Kenyans that I was talking to um, had no idea what it was. So I was showing them, like, NFL highlight videos, and they were just so fascinated. Just like, oh, my God, this looks so much fun. Like, like you got to send me this. I'm going to watch like, it. It is kind of fun, though. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's kind of lit. Like, y'all got to come to a game. Um, very, very dope. Uh, some other things, man. That's some stuff written down. Oh, you know about rugby? Yeah. Context they have. Okay, I'm about to yeah, say. They have, they have rugby. Um, I am convinced that there is not another country who can drink like a freaking Kenyan. The Kenyans can drink like, really? like drink, <laughs> drink, drink. And I'm not talking about some little like baby cute little drinks. No, I'm talking about whiskey and gin. Is their drink of choice. Getting drunk. Yes. And I know you can appreciate because I know you like drinking dark. Mm-hmm. All the women drink whiskey or gin. It was hard. I, there was not a Casamigos in sight anywhere. Yeah, no tequila. Yeah, like, and, and if Mexico it was... Very far away. It, and, if, <laughs> and if it was tequila, it was that whole way Cuervo BS. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know, nobody wants to deal with that. Um... Let's see. I'm I'm reading I'm reading through the comments too. Shout out to Kenyan living abroad. Um, he said just at the airport you can you can see animals. Um, yeah, cause like <laughs> when I got to the to the park, you know I was fascinated. There was just a whole school of bamboos just walking right in front of the entrance. I'm just like, yo, there's, there's monkeys right here. <laughs> monkeys, and you know <laughs> who I was with. They were just like. It's just a monkey. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you ain't never seen that a monkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we don't got that where I'm from. We don't got monkeys. Like people be going crazy. Yeah, like I'm like, bro, like. Can you imagine all the Karens? 
they enjoy that that stuff though. <laughs> they enjoy it. We would be running into each other so bad. People trying to pet it, them get beat up. Oh no, they're gonna bite you. The monkeys is, is vicious. Like that's what I was. That's what I'm talking about with the yeah, parents. They like yeah. to get friendly. Yeah, especially. They want to take a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. No, not with them. Um, he said, "Yeah, country music is big, just like reggae and other African music." Yeah, like that was very, very surprising. Um, he said, "Alcohol on Kenya." is a personal sin. Explain what you mean by that, because I don't know. There was a lot of sinning going on. <laughs> so, uh, there was a lot of sinning. Um, this, uh, there's so much I want to tell you guys. Uh, let's see. Um, I guess we could we could talk about um, what I did, you know, a little bit. What did you do? What did I do? Um, okay. Um, I would say one of my uh, highlights of what I did was definitely the Nairobi National Park. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful park. My first time ever doing a safari. And a lot of people said too, like the Nairobi National Park is a great kind of like starter game drive. Um, where it's like, it's, it's not too overwhelming. Cause you know, a lot of times people, they go on these two, three day, uh, safari drives mm-hmm. or uh, <laughs> where they, they they like stay on the fa- on the safari and, uh-huh. and and they and they drive it for a couple of days or they do it like a week long or something like that and you know Kenya has some of the best wildlife in the world um, which is all over and I got to do the Nairobi National Park and when I just tell you man like from the, the air <laughs> the air quality I can't get over that good air um, you don't really appreciate you say, like, what you a don't have. Water or something. Yeah, like, that's crazy. It's, it's, I get over that good air. It was that good air, man. And um, also just being able to see all the animals in the natural habitat. I was like, I was like a dog hanging out the window. I was like on top of the Land Rover the whole entire time, just like <laughs> looking out at everything, um, taking it all in, looking at the beautiful views, um, um, the, the, just the whole landscape. It was quite quite incredible and uh, I did something that I never thought I was ever going to do uh, I ain't going to lie I was very Caucasian like not Caucasian <laughs> it was very Caucasian like uh, <laughs> and it's funny because even the Kenyan like even though they're Kenyan they're still black like you know what I mean like we, we relate on so many ways it's so crazy like how it works because it's just like I was talking to Kenyan, and you know we were talking about like how you know some people different ethnicity they would like like to go out with the animals and do this and do that. And she was just like, "Yeah, that's some white people shit." <laughs> <laughs> like that's what we say too. That's crazy. Um, but anyway, shout out to um, my tour guide from the um, from the park. His name was Will. Great guy, and um, I felt safe with him. He actually lives on the park. He has oh, a house okay. there. And um, he actually has an Airbnb there as well, too. So oh. if you guys are ever interested in, like, staying on the safari and living there, you can with him. And he got literally lions walking in his backyard. Like, literally. Like, That's crazy. He was just like, yeah, we had a lion uh, <laughs> in the kitchen last week. And <laughs> so, I love animals, but I don't like to. I like to. To keep being their place and not being yeah. my place, yeah. Mm. Um, 
So, we had breakfast, right? Okay. He pulls up to this watering hole. You know, that's where animals like to go drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he pulls up to this watering hole. He gets out of the car. And it was just like, all right, guys. He starts putting the food on the hood. And he was like, all right, guys, I want breakfast? And I'm like, you want me to get out of this car? <laughs> like, like while there's like you know animals out here, like mm-hmm. real live animals out here, he's like, yeah, you're fine, you're fine. Okay. And I did it, y'all. I got out the car, and I ate. How long did it take you to make your mind up? Not that long. This was okay. crazy. Like I don't know. I thought I was gonna. I didn't think I was gonna get out the car, um, in in the middle of a safari where there's literally lions, leopards, cheetahs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right there, um, but yeah. What did y'all see while y'all were eating? Um, while we were eating, no, nothing. Surprisingly, okay. there was there was no animals around while we were eating that I know of. Okay. <laughs> you know they do they do really well at hiding. Okay. Um, but yeah, while we were eating, I didn't see anything. Um, got to see a lot of the animals that were there at the park. The only one that I did, the only two I did not see that I wish I did see, were cheetahs and leopards. I really wanted to see a cheetah and a leopard. Oh, yeah. Those are two I'm actually not trying to see. <laughs> really? No, I really want to see They're beautiful. Them. I don't want to see one up close, though. Yeah. I don't like nothing fast. I just... <laughs> just so... It's too much. Yeah. Um, my birthday. When I went to uh, Diany Beach. Oh, what the comments saying? drink. I think Congolese music has a huge impact on Kenya and other music. Um... He said, "Ah, uh, he he gave the wild the wild breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> That's scary for many people. Yeah, and we got out again at Leopard Canyon. Um, you can go ahead and take a guess why they call it Leopard Canyon. <laughs> Did you get to see any? No, I really. You get to see no big cat. I saw a lion. I saw I saw I saw a lion. They were sleeping though. They, they we had, and while they're sleeping, we're not supposed to be." up close to them so mm-hmm. like we had to keep we had to keep a distance but um yeah uh i did get to see uh two two lions which i was i was happy about that if i if i didn't see not one big cat i, I might have i might have had a whole different experience like you went to africa and you didn't see a lion <laughs> right exactly but um yeah no i did see i did see two lions so i was happy about that um so I spent ha- the other half of my trip on the coast side. So I flew Safari Link to Diany Beach, where I stayed at a resort. Mm-hmm. Um, the resort was cool. Um, but then I was like, you know, I don't want to be on the resort the whole entire time. You know what I mean? I want to actually get out, get some culture and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, fr- like, late that Thursday night, I booked the tour for Mombasa. And Mombasa to Diany Beach is about an hour drive. So... I, I literally booked it that night at midnight. The tour was at 9. I had to leave the resort by 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. to catch the ferry to go into Mombasa Island. I went to Fort Jesus, um, which is like a castle that was built by the Portuguese, then taken over by the Arabs, okay. which was then taken over by the British. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of history in that building. Uh, I learned a lot there it was it was it was incredible um i didn't know that swahili was the mixture of arab and african i had no idea that that's where that came from um and just the 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 a the arabian impact of that side of 
Africa was pretty significant and but also like they like hide it a lot like mm-hmm. you know what I mean they don't like to talk about how they did slavery and how brutal their slavery was and stuff like that to the African people mm-hmm. but yeah um, after that got to explore Old Town Mombasa got to go down the streets go to the fish market go to the spice market um, that was lit and um, got to go to Mama Gwimmy Mama Gu- I always get the name mixed up the waterfront where I got to like eat um, their local chips and crisps and coconuts and all that good stuff. Mm, I know it was good. It was fucking fire. It was great. And the seafood, of course, was on point. Um, let's see. When I go to Kenya, I want you to come. Kenya, Kenyan living abroad. Yeah, it's like to- you know all the tea. Take me. Yeah. That that is that is dope, man. Yeah, he he he's definitely seems like he's well he's definitely well averse. Do I want to talk about this? <laughs> I just cannot. <laughs> I'm not going to force it out of you. If you don't want to say it, you don't have to say it. We'll wait, but we don't want to. <laughs> I mean, you to. can give me a little. What do you think I'm about to say? I don't know. Okay, all right. I had no idea. Um, so you know how I felt about, you know, British accents with women, right? <laughs> Did you know <laughs> that, you know, Kenyans were colonized by the British? <laughs> so they speak like, <laughs> like proper English, you know what I mean? So... It's funny because, like, you know, the Kenyan women, like, actually sound similar to some, like, UK. Okay. You know what I mean? So, that was very They nice. say the people of Baltimore just do. <laughs> I don't know. That is a no. Like, the Baltimore accent and the, I don't even want to compare. You know, that's where they say it come from. And when you look for it, you will find it. I swear to God, I had never <laughs> heard it. Until somebody said it, and I started listening, I said, I know you lying. <laughs> I know you lying. I don't know what part of, of the UK that the Baltimore people came from, but it was a different side than where the Kenyans went. <laughs> the, 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 the Kenyan accent sounds great. Sounds really good. <laughs> <It sounds> great. <laughs> um, <sighs> Alright, guys. The dating in Kenya. Okay. Um, I'll have to say um, that the women of Kenya were amazing. Um, Like, just out of all the experience that I had, like, just immediately, like, they, you know, they they tell you about the culture and stuff like that. Like, they serve their men. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's just what they're, they're used to doing. And, you know, I hear this, and I, I hear this from other places and other cultures, but to experience it on that level was just, like, kind of, it was a huge culture shock for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not like I'm going out there, like, you know, spending money on women and stuff like that. It's, like, literally, like, like one girl, she came to visit me, didn't ask me to pay for anything, and I, didn't even ask me to pay for her ride. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm a gentleman, I would do that. But it's right. just like the fact that you're not even looking for that. Like, because I know, as a, me being American, most people look at me as a big dollar sign. So mm-hmm. they want to extract from me. <laughs> but um, 
just. <laughs> they want to extract. <laughs> I don't know a better word. I, don't know, I mean, if it was very fitting, though. <laughs> I really understood what you were trying to say. <laughs> and I'm not mad at it either. You know what I mean? It, it's it, called it, opportunity. They don't know who yeah. you are. They appreciate yeah. what it could be. Yeah. Um, but for anybody who is a single man and they are thinking about going to Kenya, um, there's no need to think about it. Just go do it. Um, it is the women there are very beautiful, very diverse. You can get all different kinds of, you know, skin tones or styles that you like, and <laughs> <laughs> they're all there. Um, in comparison to your experience in Colombia, oh, how there. would you? Because those are mm. two memorable like women trips for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you feel like you really had to speak on them. Um. They're, they're, they're different. Do you feel uh, like that in Kenya they're more genuine? Yeah, I can, I can, I can say in that. In Colombia, you feel like it's, it's worked for them? Um, there's more working women that I've seen in Colombia than I did in Kenya. Like, I actually didn't really see any working girls that I know of. Because they do a good job. They, they do. And that's why when you said something about, you know... Um, not all of them being working in Colombia. I'm like, in that other half that you think ain't working, it's work, the ones working, working the hardest. Right. They just work, doing it the best. They're they working a long game right there. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's different. But when it comes to just, like, how feminine they are and, like, what they're willing to do to, to like, you know, serve serve their man, like, it's, it's the same in that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like there might be a slightly different connection when it comes to Kenyan women just because, you know, in Africa, they look at you as being like a long-distance relative type of thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where in Colombia, if, if you don't even try to speak Spanish or, like, want to get involved in that culture at all, you are just a transaction. Like, mm-hmm. in, in Colombia, you need to learn Spanish. Or you're just going to be used for money. And, and That's horrible. I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't like the way you sold that. They may not want to go to Columbia. Uh, as we don't, as men, they don't really care. Like it's like mm-hmm. it's, it is what it is. Like, cause I I always looked at it like mm, I don't want to say this. That's the only thing I, I'm trying to be careful with my words. No, don't do that. Just let it flow how you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get in trouble. <laughs> oh, I got in trouble. Um, when it comes, to, when it comes to the transaction of, of what you want in in Colombia, okay. um, you know you can either pay for what you want up front, mm-hmm. and that's it, or you can court a woman, and you're still paying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you may not, or you may get what you want at the same mm-hmm. time. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying that all men are going down to Columbia looking just to have sex. A lot of them I'm not saying that, but... Um, y'all keep telling the stories, and every time y'all tell the stories, they make people want to go. Well... And then that group of people, are that's what they're going for. <laughs> y'all come back with y'all references. I mean, I'm not saying it's hard to find it there. It's definitely not. It's... <laughs> um, um, Columbia's a magical place. But... <laughs> Um, but anyway, so is Kenya. This is not about Colombia. This is about Kenya. Um, 
And I, I can say that date, dating in Kenya was a great experience to the point where I didn't even feel like I needed to go out, honestly. Like, um, like I had everything that I wanted, like, right then and there. You know what I mean? So, did you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Um, what else do I want to say about this? Okay. I want to... <laughs> so, I want to address the Passport Bro situation again. I'm, bring this I'm over, y'all. <sighs> I don't, I'm over, y'all. I don't, I don't think you should be over us. I, th- I think... Going back to the conversation that we've been having before, I think that it's a very important topic that I think women should be aware of, and they may not, and they may feel like they don't care about, but I think it's something that they should be worried about. Because if there's already a shortage of men in the United States um, who are willing to settle down in court, it's shrinking more with this new surge of passport bros. Mm-hmm. Like, now, passport bros is not a new thing at all. Mm-hmm. This has been going on for decades and decades. And you can just look at a lot of military people. They end up settling with... My brother. They end up settling with foreign women. And you got to think why, because they're already traveling. They get to experience these women, and, and they end up... You know what I mean? Um... But in recent times, it's starting to become louder and stuff like that because I had this conversation earlier. As black people, whenever we get something, we're loud about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it gets demonized too. Like, when, you know, other people have been doing this forever, but when we start talking about it, it either gets demonized or it's just, it's, we're just really, really loud about it. So when, when that happens, um, it can kind of come off as, uh, he did. <laughs> um, it can come off away. I don't. I my only issue is when it comes to passport bros. I don't think that people really know what the full definition is. Some people look at it as just sex tourism. Some people look at it as them trying to find you know, just a, uh, a woman, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that, 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 they can, um, that they can court with or whatever. So I think it's a little mixture of both, you know what I mean? Um, you definitely got the people who are going out there looking just to have sex with beautiful women, and then you have the people who are actually looking to, like, you know, uh, uh, just a, a feminine, submissive woman that, that will follow that person's program, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And a lot of men, it's a big community. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I didn't realize like how big it was until I started looking. I was just like, oh, it's a lot of y'all. <laughs> and you know, they're all over the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's not like it's just in Colombia or DR or Brazil, but mm-hmm. it's in Africa. It's in Asia. It's in Europe. It's literally on every continent. And it's just like wow. These men, whatever your preference is, you can go get it. Mm-hmm. And it's, abun- it's an abundance. It's, all right. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, I did, I did pre-gaming. I did the Tinder thing, right, before mm-hmm. I went to Kenya. 
if I show you all of my matches, it's disgusting. I ain't gonna lie. The, the amount of the amount you of you had your way with that. The amount of likes and stuff like that is ridiculous. And then on top of that, I got back home. I just happened to like to pull up my Bumble. Mm-hmm. It was over seven hundred likes, and I was just there for a week. Seven hundred. It's you said it's, a, it's millions of people over there. Yeah, seven hundred plus likes. <laughs> like that's insane. I didn't do anything, any any changes to my profile. I didn't let them know I'm American. Coming to get nothing. It was just that's how. So it's like okay, when you have that many options, mm-hmm. um, and they're willing to. It's 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 tough, man. It's it's tough for for somebody who is, you know, that that reaches a certain level and stuff like that. And then could go find these kind of women who are just going to be on the program, and then you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So, I I don't I don't but know. But you had started off by saying that you know we should be worried, but should we really want those weak ass men? That's but see, they're not weak men, and that's the thing. Why would you consider them being weak? Some people might consider them as being intelligent. Because for sure, for sure, mm-hmm. there are good women here in America. Mm-hmm. That's 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 all I'm going to say. I agree that, that, with that. That's the reason why I feel like a lot of the time um, I'm not saying this for all of them. Mm-hmm. Not what I'm saying. I don't mm-hmm. have anything against people wanting to go out of their way to find somebody somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I actually don't mind it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But um, it just sounds like to me you're weak. You couldn't find nothing here, so you're going out your way. Or they might be going anyway. It's hard. What if it's harder to find those women here? If the whole culture is we had this i feel like i stand on what i say i feel like mm-hmm. all the good even men good men and women are around they just yeah. don't want those ones you can find mm-hmm. what you're looking for you can find beautiful women i just feel like some people and they're not courageous enough some people don't mm-hmm. even want to approach women anymore and just for me dating outside of my race i think i had told you this like even with dating guys outside of my race i can be way more vulnerable with them than i can with black men mm-hmm and I feel like that's probably what they feel as well. Like, they're here. You just don't have the the courage. Yeah, but there's some men who might have had that courage and then might have got me too or might have got, like, they might have, like, tried to approach a woman and then try to say, like, well, this person, you know, and, and false then, allegations and all this kind of stuff. Like, men have to worry about certain things. They can lose their whole livelihoods, their jobs, their everything. You have that same exact risk when you leave the country. Nah, it's different. Like, because the, the, the women, it's not, there's no incentive to do that to a man because it's nothing's going to happen. Like, where here, if you're working at a job and you find a girl attractive and then you try to ask her out, now that whole workspace is awkward. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or she can try to say something about you or whatever. You, it is inappropriate, though. You shouldn't be trying to talk to your coworker. That is fraternizing is inappropriate at all levels. But how do but how do humans interact? You know what I mean? If we're, if it's not going to be online, then it has to be in person. And where are most people meeting in person is the workplace. You know what I mean? So it's like if you find somebody that you like, it has to be it damn near has to be the woman to approach you to make to make it not awkward or uncomfortable you know what i mean so that takes away from oh, the man wait, wanting so to be like, that's, this, is, this is new information for me so mm-hmm. men are approaching women because they're scared to be me too uh, yeah absolutely what? absolutely there's, there's absolutely there are men who are afraid of being me too there's they know pe- there's a lot of people who've gotten in trouble who lost their job who lost their living lost lost everything because they got me too 
or they might have came off as being too aggressive or too masculine or too whatever. And it could could have been true, it could have not been true, but regardless of the case, it does happen. And so that does prevent a lot of men from wanting to do that. I still think that men should cold approach, especially like in, in certain environments, like if you're going out like to a club or a nightlife, something like that, then I think that that's fine. But mm-hmm. like not not every man feel comfortable enough to do it like like if you were at uh, a coffee shop or the mall or something like that. It's, it's not as common anymore to do that. It's more common to find people off of a hinge or a tinder or something like that now. Right. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it right. That still is... Mm-hmm. It is what it is, though. And, and still, no, not all women are, like... It's not that many women, me too. And I feel like that's a certain class of women. I feel like they like what they like, mm-hmm. which is the bad bitch. Mm-hmm. That bad bitch aesthetic is going to throw you all when you know that a lot of... Not all of them, because it's a lot of beautiful, intelligent, bad bitch. Like, all of that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, a lot of these women, these girls, are not women. And they just putting on an aesthetic, but they don't really live that internally, mm. at home, none of that. Mm. And y'all, y'all uh, be, be able to, t- like, y'all really gotta don't get past that booty. Y'all just be looking at ass. We don't be chasing the bad bitches like y'all think we do. And then don't be them regular girls me too and y'all like that. Don't sit there and fake like that. Do mm-hmm. not sit there and fake like that. It do not be the regular degular girls. The the, the equivalent well, to what y'all going over there. Y'all getting regular home homey good girls over there in Kenya that's all feminine. That's here. Y'all not going for them. But this is the thing. Um I'm talking about for average men. I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about myself. Like I don't I don't feel like I had an issue because at the end of the day, um, it could be two different men saying the same thing to a girl mm-hmm. but if she finds one person attractive it's cool but mm-hmm. if the other person is not attractive then it's creepy <laughs> at the end of the day you know what I mean like that but that but there's no way for that man to know if he's attracted to that woman or not unless you know what I mean she gives him some play mm-hmm. so yeah anyway say all this to say I support the fast forward bro movement shout out to y'all niggas <laughs> Y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I see y'all niggas are smart. I ain't gonna lie. You're like, <laughs> it's, it's, it, if you can't find it here, find it somewhere. And I think if women had that opportunity, they'll do the same thing. But the women's best opportunity is in the United States to find mostly what they want. All right. Um, but yeah, that was my Kenyan trip, y'all. I, I, there was, of course, a little bit more more details and stuff like that. I, I would definitely, you know, we'll show you guys later. We know. Yeah, we know. For, the, for the video. <laughs> all in all, I loved Kenya so much. I am so grateful that I was able to go. And um, my favorite thing about Kenya was the connections and networking opportunity that I was able to get while there. I met some amazing, amazing people um, in Kenya, and I'm really, really grateful for that. I really am. Um, shout out to everybody. Um, I'm going to give you guys all the proper shout out soon and everything. I'm still getting adjusted back home, but um, thank you guys so much for making my experience um, amazing, making my birthday great, and um, yeah, it was because of the Kenyan people that really made Kenya special 
and um, I'm really grateful for it. And I will be back uh, for sure. Uh, I already, <laughs> already kind of made a promise. I don't think I, I'm, I'm allowed not to come back. <laughs> you made a promise. Mm-hmm. So. Um, many people actually now think about it. <laughs> oh man, I met shout out to um to Nelvin's wife, man. She was funny. She was Ethiopian. She was just like, "You're my brother-in-law now. I just want to let you know." Because she was like, "You know, I got my sisters right here. Like, I got them." She she was trying to tell me about Ethiopian women. I'm like, "You don't gotta tell me shit about Ethiopian women. I know all I'm about them." <laughs> no. Where they at over here? <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I'm scared of y'all." And she was like, "No, don't be scared. Don't be scared." I was like, no, because if I go over there, I'm going to get married. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to get married yet. No, like, no, man, I'm scared of y'all. Get away from me. <laughs> wait, well, wait till I'm 35. A place we haven't heard any Ethiopian artists yet. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to think of. Um, the whole continent of Africa is not that lit yet in yeah. the music. Yeah, I mean, of course, Nigeria, Ghana, like, the West Africa is really... It's it's a powerful wave right now. Like they they play um, Afro beats in Kenya, very heavy, mm-hmm. um, and um, South Africa is is close close behind them too with the Ama Piano movement. Mm-hmm. So um, I know Kenya got some great artists as well too. Colorado Jones, Saudi Soul. Um, there's there's a lot of great artists out of out of Kenya as well too. So um, definitely looking forward to seeing what they got with that. But yeah, Ethiopia is on the list for sure. So, um, I'm going to need to say that till I'm 35. I am scared to go there. I am. I'm fearful. What? Because I, I, I love these African women. I love and <laughs> Ethiopia is just like, nah, that's danger zone. Danger zone. Danger zone. Danger zone. I'm trying to be single for as long as I can be. What? Um, what? I, did I say that out loud? Okay. Um, but yeah, I want to go to South Africa. Um, I want to go to Uganda. I want to go to Ethiopia. Um, Egypt. Nigeria. Oh, what was the other one? Zambia or Namibia? It's one of them too. Yeah, I want to go to one of them. What is it over there that you're looking for? Um, it's it's different. So it's like um, um, they were colonized by the German, um, but it's like a Southern African country. But it's kind of like similar, where it's like more chill, more relaxed. But they have like um, uh, beautiful landscape and stuff like that. More like nature vibes, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely more nature vibes. And there's women there. Um. All right. Uh, yes, I got to meet in the rich end. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. My guy Marvin. Um. He was actually of uh, Eritrean descent, and um. I got to hang out with him there. Um. Leon said nowadays women with Christian values are rare. Um. Yeah. Um. I think in general, like a lot of religious, um, you know, movements are are kind of dying. Um, people will say they're one way and do and do completely other things. So, uh, Namibia, yeah, that's what it is. Namibia, so yeah, I definitely want to go there. 
Um, he said Eritrea should be on, on your list. Okay, like I think I could do Eritrea. Is Eritrea like is like right next to Ethiopia? I could probably do Eritrea, Djibouti, and Ethiopia all in one trip. Just, just boom, 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 boom. You know. That's what you hope yeah. until you get there and realize, oh my God, I need a month for each of these places. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, e- e- Ethiopia might have to be last. That might have to be the last one. Cause I told you, I went there. I had a layover in Ethiopia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this time? No. Oh. Um, when I went to Tanzania. Okay. But I was a faithful so what man. What the hell you was doing over there? I was being faithful. How long was the layover? <laughs> like two hours. Oh, not too long. Yeah. But enough to know. <laughs> Enough to know. <laughs> Enough to know what's over there. And my friend, shout out to my man Adam, man. Shout out to Adam. He's um Ethiopian. And um he was telling me like, you know, he goes to stay there for like a month every year. So he's like, anytime I wanna go pull up with him, like I can, so <laughs> You wanna come with me to Ethiopia? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> what's up, That's man? one of the places I wanna go. Yeah. Um Alright guys. I I think that's enough. Oh, another thing. Um, he, uh, Kenya also reminded me. Oh yeah, Rwanda. Her is beautiful too. Um, cleaner city in Africa. I didn't realize how vitamin D uh, deficient I was until I got to Kenya. Cause you know, with um, Kenya, you know, it's like right on the equator. Okay. Um, but because of Nairobi being so high up, you don't feel like that crazy heat all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it can get it can get really cool at night, um, depending on the season. But when I went to the coastal city, you really you felt that heat, mm-hmm. like you know, be, you you're on the line of the equator. So, um, uh, I definitely feel like I got a shade darker. My skin was peeling and stuff like that. Um, but on top of that, my nails were growing faster. My hair was growing faster. Like, I was going to say that. Right before you left. Right before. I mean, literally. I know. I, I, I was paying attention when you were standing over there. Like, I literally, I went to the barbershop on Friday. The same day I took my flight. Because I wanted wow. to make, because I wanted to make sure, like, my haircut was, you know what I mean, fresh the whole time. That shit grew right, I mean, within a week. Like, I cut my nails and everything. And it's just my nails, I just had to cut them again today. Wow. But I was just like, yo, that that is crazy, like, how my body really adjusted the food i didn't talk about the food the food was fire um food was really amazing um real food not eating that processed shit um as soon as i came back here is when my body really felt like it's some shit so we gotta get away from here we need to create that plan Mm. oh you trying to think where, where to settle that is a good. Okay. This nugget and get the fuck or why This is a good question I wanted to ask you. And and we're going to start this by saying, I'm proud to be an American. With the. Okay, side of okay. Okay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that um, next line is dumb. <laughs> Um, (laughs) if you had to pack up your things tomorrow and go anywhere um, in the world to travel and and stay and live right now where would you go 
I don't have to stay there forever, but if I had to go in to, mm-hmm. I would go to Dubai. I would go with my cousins at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For I'm gonna go with my family at. Yeah, that's a, that's a smart choice. I ain't gonna lie. Dubai's a really safe place to be. I'm just going where family is at. Okay. That's where I'm going. That and then it just makes sense. So I have family mm-hmm. in other places. I have family in the UK. I have fam- no. I'm lying. I probably would have to go with my brothers at uh, Germany. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> But I'm saying I'll, I don't want to go to Germany. So if it's somewhere I actually want to go, it would be. Okay. So now let me let me preface with this. Say you didn't have family anywhere, mm-hmm. and it was just you on your own. Where would you go? I probably would go. I don't know. I have to be somewhere by the water. Hmm. Yeah, me too. Yo, shout out to Kenya. Yo, when it comes when it comes to the vitamin D stuff, like I feel like now, being back here in the states, I feel like I have to start taking vitamin D supplements now, to like just kind of like keep up with it because I heard I heard um, somebody mention this. And we're gonna get back into um, the question. Any person of African descent that lives north of Atlanta mm-hmm. should be taking vitamin D supplements mm-hmm. because. As melanated people, we're supposed to be closer to the equator. Mm -hmm. And if we're not, we're extremely vitamin D deficient. Mm -hmm. It's the opposite for white people. You know what I mean? Like the further they away they are, it's fine because they don't they they have vitamin they their vitamin D, they don't need it Mm -hmm. for the sun. But the closer that they get to the, the equator, they need um sunscreen and stuff like that so they don't get burnt. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have to work kind of opposite. So it's, it's kind of crazy to say. So I'm in the D.C. area, so clearly above the <laughs> above Atlanta, um, most of us are vitamin D um, deficient mm-hmm. and should be taking supplements and stuff like that. But, yeah, anyway, I'm going to start doing that. How did the sun make you feel while you were out there? Amazing. Amazing. So good. Like Felt charged up. Definitely charged up. I didn't feel like it was overwhelming or too mm-hmm. much or anything like that. Like, um, especially not in Nairobi. Nairobi felt very similar to American climate, like mm-hmm. neutral, you know what I mean? Like it, it can get kind of hot, kind of cold, but not extreme hot or extreme cold. Now on the coastal city, Mombasa, Niagara Beach, it will get hot. <laughs> All year round, it'll get hot, but it, it still didn't even feel like uncomfortable heat. It just felt like good heat. You know what I mean? I, I got a chance, I was walking on the beach in the morning and just, it felt good, you know? But you know, I love the heat. Yeah, all kinds of heat. Yeah, I like the hot. No, it's I, the cold. <laughs> Anything under seventy four degrees, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm sick. I don't. I know you sick now, then. Turn, it's cold I'm shit sick outside. about it. Sick about you should have seen me. I had my earwoman's on all day. And I thought everybody was like, "Man, it's just not that cold." But I had put them on after I had um went to the beach and stuff like that, and I just never took them back off. It was just like, um, no, my ears are warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I just don't like to sleep uh, in the heat. That's the only yeah, thing I can't do in yeah. the heat. Yeah, I can't sleep in the heat. If it's too hot. I'm an air conditioning fan type of girl. I'm, a, I'm that kind of man too. And I'll open up that window if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> My issue with that window, mm-hmm. especially in the wintertime, is getting up for me is so hard. Like, I hate getting up when it's cold. Like, I love putting my fan on a timer, making it nice and icy. Eight hours and when I wake up, it's, it's off. It's off. Yeah, no, I can sleep the whole way through. Mm-hmm. I can wake up to it. It's all good. 
It's just in the summertime, you don't want no bugs in and stuff like that. That's the only issue. But wintertime, they dead anyway. All right. The African would be on your mind. He said, Mombasa and the better part of the coastal is good for your skin. It's a good place for all, for our queens, uh, our queens to visit. Her skin will be flawless. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, like I, I felt good. I definitely felt like I got that African glow, man, that, that Kenyan glow to be specific um, when I got back. So, yeah, I want to I wanna keep that energy. And, um, yeah, man, I just want to um, say how grateful I am of, of being able to travel as much as I do and been, and been going to as many places that I've been. Um, not a lot of people get to, to do what I've done already. So I'm very, very, great, very grateful for it. All right. Back to you. Back to me. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? If you had to pick up and leave, go anywhere, and your family is not a factor. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to do some more research. Because mm-hmm. I want to be where it's a lot of green and a lot of water. Okay. It probably is going to be Africa for sure, though. Okay. But I need the, the nature. I like nature. That's my shit. Okay. Yeah. Um... But not too many animals. <laughs> well, you can't have nature without the animals. I know. Like, well, gonna... yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. We, I see it all the time. That's why I'm proud of We still got mountain lions. Be, and, uh, and yeah, bears. but I don't be out there in the elements. But that's what I'm saying. Wherever I would mm-hmm. go, I know what I would need. I just don't know where that's at. Okay. Yeah. Where you going? Hmm. I feel like I need multiple <laughs> destinations. I need multiple spots. Um, One. Hmm. Where you going? Why you do that? Because <laughs> well, you asked the question. <laughs> you can't pick, pack up and you got to go to multiple places. You can't do that. Of course, it depends on the scenario. But if I had to go somewhere quick or something like that, I would probably go to Columbia. I'm not going to lie. Because one thing that that's difficult about Africa is how it's literally just how far it is and the time difference in Kenya is a seven hour time difference if you're from the east coast you know 10 hours if you're on the west coast um, and that's that's a that's a dramatic difference you know in in time and um, and then yeah, I'll be seven hours ahead of the game for sure. <laughs> but it's it's also a twenty hour flight to get over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's that's just that's a long ride. That's a very long ride. And but if you're packing up and going, why are you already thinking about leaving? What are you talking about? That's not the scenario. What you mean? You said that we asked the question if you just pack up and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. You already think about leaving once you pack up and go. Yeah, I know, but it's just like it's, 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 And you already talking about going back to America. America is twenty hours. You can go anywhere else that's not gonna be twenty hours. But it's expensive to travel around Africa too. Like this talking about for the scenario's sake. Mm-hmm. Well, if I had to pick an African country, it would be Kenya. That's that's for sure. That's uh, for sure. You haven't even been to Ethiopia yet. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> um, but as it stands right now, Kenya is the place to be. Yeah, Kenya is my favorite African country right now. Um, mm. To the Ghanaians and the Tanzanians, I come in peace, okay? But um, 
Yeah, I had a great time in Kenya. For sure. Do you think that that's just mainly because of your connection that you made through Top Hill and stuff like that that has changed this experience versus versus the others? It it, it could definitely have influence on it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think just the amount of love that I received from the people, um, how it's modernized. That's another thing too. Like going into the malls in Kenya literally just felt like I was going into Pentagon City Mall up the street. You know what I mean? Like it's very, it felt very safe. Like they have metal detectors and, and police in front of all the malls. And once you're inside, very diverse. You'll see Asian people, white people, all different kind of people just walking around. Um, it, it felt like I was in America, honestly, when I was in the mall. Um, Did you buy anything? Um, in the mall? Mm-hmm. Um, they had a grocery store in there, too. That's where I got a lot of my groceries mm-hmm. out of. Um, and I had to buy a traveler back there. I almost fucked up. Guys, tip. If you're going to go to Kenya... Get your travel adapter before you go because electronics are more expensive in Kenya than mm-hmm. they are here. I did not know that. I was thinking I was going to go over there and everything was going to be cheaper. Wrong. Um, that man, I, I went to their, what was it, uh, something iWorld, something like that, in the mall. And I tried to look for a travel adapter. That man said $160 USD. I was like, excuse you? USD? You sure this is not Kenyan shillings? Like, <laughs> what do you much? say? $160 for a travel adapter. Did you get it? Hell no, I didn't get it. Oh, so I, what did you do? I went to a different store. And I even asked him, like, is there another store in here that has some different options? Oh, you can pull one of them. You yeah. Know, like how I'm not going to. There's another tip. You was acting like a foreigner. Here. No, I'm acting intelligent. Don't go off the first offer ever. Never go off of the first offer. Oh. You know what I mean? Will and deal. Negotiate. Right, but he told you where another store was at? No. Um, like, what? But there was Not another store. <laughs> but um, I found another store that had, it didn't have, like, all the adaptive thing they needed. It was just, like, a basic one. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, 30 bucks. Okay. And then the, the the same one that he had for 160 I found at the kiosk downstairs for 60 He was looking like a dollar sign. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Kenyan Living Abroad. He said, yeah, you notice the malls are even bigger and anything non-Kenyan product is expensive. Exactly. Negotiations is part of the Kenyan culture. That's for all for sure. their culture. Every African I know is going to try to get that price down. Though. Yeah. Latin America is similar too, but... Um, My father used to embarrass the shit out of me when I was a kid. But yeah. now that I'm older, I understand. Yeah. It. Every it, now and again, I like to throw one out there. <laughs> It works almost like 75% of the time. Right. Another thing about King, I'm just going to, because this is some of the stuff I'm not, I'm not going to put in the vlog because the vlog is going to be their own thing. I thought, me being a black American, mm-hmm. that I was going to go over to Kenya mm-hmm. and blend in. No. You ain't black enough. <laughs> you ain't black enough. I am because I met, I met some Kenyans that were yeah. lighter skinned than me. But there was too many giveaways. And what was it? <laughs> what was it, Imani? I did not think that it was going to happen this way. I did not know. Um, so, yeah, um, people could tell that I was formed by just looking at me. They just smelt the American off of my clothes, I guess. I don't know. You look it. 
Well, you fucking braids on top of your head for me just do it. <laughs> I just feel like even when Africans braid their hair, they do it a different type of way. Yes. Shout out to Kenyon uh, uh, living abroad. He said, you stand out, but you're still accepted. Yes, I definitely still felt accepted for sure. Like, I, I still felt like, you know, they knew, like, I had African descent, of course. <laughs> but oh, as far as, as, far as <laughs> me being Kenyan, it's like, no. <laughs> but One of these things are not like the others. One of these things just doesn't belong here. Um, yeah, so... I mean, because there was even a time where I dressed down just completely modestly, like just regular T-shirt, no jewelry, basketball shorts, just, you know, walking, and I got stopped. And and I was just like, dang, like I didn't, I thought I'm walking just like everybody else was walking, but clearly... Your feet moved different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a little different, uh, you know, moving pattern. But yeah, I, th- I think it's definitely the hair, the beard, um, the tats. Um, and I'm I'm pretty tall, so you look it to me. What you mean? You look American to me, and if anything, I want a, a dash of some type of Latino. Like you think a, 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 a dash? Like, so okay, I'm gonna ask you this. A little sprinkle. Cause it's so it's so funny. Cause when I when I went to the party, they 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 had a field day with it. If you if you can think, I had been from any African country. What would you think I'm from? And feel free in the comments to, to join in as well too. If you, if you think, name one country that you think that I can be from in Africa, just off of my looks. Nigeria. Okay, Nigeria, and I'm, I'm gonna give you what um, the consensus uh, was when I was in Kenya. Cause somebody. Uh, he said your accent gave it away. I wasn't even talking. I had my <laughs> I had my mouth closed. Like I was I was really trying not to say anything. <laughs> like yeah, just at appearances. Yeah, just appearances only. Like with, I I know I have a very strong accent or lack thereof. You just don't look African to me. And the only reason why I even say Nigerian <laughs> is just I don't even know. Just because I'm looking at other countries, it's just not fitting there. Yeah. Cause they have a di- very diverse look of people too. They mm-hmm. they can spread out. You know, like right. Ethiopians. I can tell they're Ethiopian. They do have a different some variety, mm-hmm. but I can still point out every variety of right. Ethiopian. Um, okay, so Kenya living abroad say he's thinking Ethiopian or Somalia. Leon says you look like you're from Ethiopia or Nigerian. See y'all y'all. They give they give, they try to get me over there. <laughs> they try to get me over there. I don't see it. Now you know what's and co- it's because also like your size, like mm-hmm. your size tells me that you're American. Right. Everything is bigger in America. <laughs> like it's just like right. You look American to me, like and, and you know I'm multicultural, so yeah, like, yeah, I really yeah. can look at people and be like, he look like he from over here. Um, you look like you're American with a dash and some some Latin Latin heat. <laughs> he rich with it too. Okay, I thought that this was interesting because I never thought about this. You know what I mean? Because from from me being a Black American, I just think that most of us come from Western Africa, and I did trace one of my mom's um, roots, like my mom's my mom's DNA, back to a tribe called the Jola in Guinea-Bissau, Senegal area. But if you look at them now, like I don't look like them because of course. 
I've been mixed with a lot of other, you know, races and African tribes within that time frame, right? But the group that I was with when I when I was in person with them at this party, they all majority of them thought I would look Moroccan. And I was like, I had never heard uh, somebody say that. But I am thinking, like, I can see some East African, like, by the horn similarity. Something in here and, like, here, like, the sharpness of your nose mm-hmm. but the weight of your nose then changes it. Like, I'm uh, like, it's just certain things that, mm-hmm. like, I see. Yeah. But I don't. <laughs> it's like, you look American to me. Right. But it's, it's interesting to me because after learning the history of what happened in East Africa, because, you know, to me, it, it still blows my mind that there was slavery in East Africa, where, because I'm, I'm thinking geographically, too, like, I'm looking at the map, I'm like, these niggas took a boat from Kenya and Zanzibar and went all the way around the Cape of Good Hope of South Africa, all the way over here to America. That is a long fucking ride mm-hmm. to deal with. That is a long ride. Like, the fact that any African made that journey. But you made it like they did it straight. They had all these countries to to this, hit on the way. This, so it didn't this. go down like that. And imagine how beautiful it is and how much people and how much food and stuff like that. It probably was a road trip. <laughs> when you really think about it, it was a water trip. I don't think that they unshackled and unchained every African to get off of each each. Oh, style. yeah, well, for the slaves, it was the, probably just... Yeah, I'm talking about for for the slaves. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, they about half of them to make it. Yeah, one, yeah, one third. Um, or, yeah, one half. But, yeah, like, I, I was just like, that's a long... That doesn't even make geographical sense to do that. But at the same time, there was also a lot of Arabian... Um, slavery. So, the reason why I brought that up is because, you know, when the Arabs came over, they only the men came over. Mm-hmm. And when the men came over, they were, you know, impregnating the African women. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Swahili culture comes from. That's, of course, where the Muslim culture comes from on that side. And you can start to see that kind of mixture of of people, mm. you know what I mean? It's like, oh, now it's starting to kind of make sense why some of these people are lighter and have these certain features and stuff like that because of that mm-hmm. that culture. And it, I just think it's just really interesting that my parents gave me a Swahili name as well, too. So, I, I, I and I feel at home in East Africa. I just do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I really feel comfortable there. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know. I could I could just be overthinking it or whatever, but I really enjoyed it. So just go to Ethiopia and get all <laughs> He said get it get it over with. Go get it over Stop with. Playing these games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still got more games to play. <laughs> it's not over yet. Oh my god, it's not over yet. Um But yeah. Can we talk about how they have not been in one direction in the comments? I know, I didn't want to even jinx it. <laughs> I didn't want to jinx it. Um, guys, I want to. Um, I kind of want to ask: Is there any other questions that you guys have for me about the Kenya trip? Um, oh, I'll, I'll mention this too. I was supposed to meet with Austin Holloman as well too. I forgot to mention that at the top of the show. Um, shout out to Austin. Um, 
<laughs> it's funny. He was on his way out of of Kenya the same day I was coming in. Oh. So. Uh, Everybody was traveling that time. Yeah, it, it was a lot of traveling going on. But shout out to him. Um, I like his content. I like his show. It's good. Um, but yeah, um, I'm really trying to encourage a lot of people to to travel more. I think people should see what Kenya looks like. I think even for like the first, like people's first African trip, um, I think people should experience um, Kenya. I know a lot of people highlight Ghana a lot, Mm -hmm. um, but I think Kenya is also another great option to start with um, as well too. You know, there's no language barrier. a lot of a lot of like modern conveniences that you're used to like yo you can go over there the lights are not going to cut off on you the wi-fi is good um they got running water like this those essentials of you don't realize how like lucky you are (laughs) to it has these certain conveniences until you you know travel to other places and kenya is is you know one of those places where it's, it's not hard to like get adjusted to you know what i mean and yeah, especially in Nairobi, uh, I should highlight that too because there is a difference in Nairobi and Mombasa. Okay. Um, Nairobi is more modernized, and Mombasa and the coastal side is more traditional. Okay. Where in Nairobi, more people are going to speak English. Um, Excuse me. More people are going to speak English. Where in Mombasa, people will be comfortable speaking traditional Swahili language. Like it was funny because when I when I was in Nairobi, when I came back from uh, Mombasa, I was saying uh, Jambo and Mambo, which is hello. Mm-hmm. I was saying Jambo, um, was just saying hello, and they were just like, yeah. Don't don't say Jumbo here in Nairobi. We're gonna know you're a tourist. <laughs> you know what I mean? But in Mombasa and in Diani, like you say Jumbo, they they say Jumbo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, which is you know it's it's interesting. It's just like you know Kenya's one country. It's just like you know if I was to travel from New York to Miami, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're Very gonna, different. It's gonna be a different culture and different slang and stuff like that. Like New York is gonna be different. Um, so same same thing with with, with those two places. Um, even even like with the people like the women that I was with in Nairobi were like more city you know mm-hmm. like um, in, compared to the girls in Mombasa was very more quiet and docile type okay. of type of women you know what I mean so um, yeah so it's, it's different you can you can you know, <laughs> what you like? Yeah, you get what you like. Options. options, yeah, you know. Man. Child love them. <laughs> what? Oh my God! You don't like options? I'm just I'm going along with what you said. You didn't have an option for me. What you mean? We talking about what y'all like? Oh, uh, what do you like, Jamila? We can talk about what you like. What does Jamila? It, like? it doesn't even matter. <laughs> doesn't even matter. Mm. Um, I want to give another sh- uh, shout out to um, Nelvin, um, who made this um, this fire fits. 
You know what I mean? It's so nice. It's Appreciate so nice. It. it looks really good on you too. I feel like yeah. this type of wear for you would be good for any African country. Yeah. Like that's what you could pack your bag with. Yeah. Like I, I, I feel very comfortable in it. It feels good. I love the fabrics. I love the design. Um, like I said, yeah. I got five pieces from him. And um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I got five pieces. Yeah, you know what I mean. Didn't bring me back one, guys. Didn't bring me back one. These are some Nelvin, you know, exclusives right here. You know, what I mean? so, shout out to Nelvin. Um, another reason why I wanted to bring him up too, because he invited me to um, this event on Saturday before I left. So what was crazy was that I was flying back to Nairobi at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, the event starts at 5 and ends at 10. My flight to go home was one o'clock that morning. So you know, you know what I did. I flew back from Diani Beach to Nairobi, took an Uber straight to the event. They let me keep my luggage in in one of their um, one of their rooms. Oh, that was nice. And I got to um, hang out and party with them, and, and I invited all the people that I did interviews with, and we all kind of collaborated and, and got together there. That's so nice. It was so jealous. It was an amazing event. Thank you so much for to Nelva for being such a gracious host, great host. Um, him and his wife um, got to meet some other great people there. Um, some some other people, um, a physical therapist slash um, gym owner. Okay. Uh, so I got to talk to him for a little bit. Did you um, work out at all while you were there? No. No. Busy, busy. Busy, busy. Lost weight though while I was out there. Did you? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Eating that good food. That real food. Mm-hmm. And being being just being in that sun, you know what I mean, like. And another thing too, like when it comes to the food, man, like our food is so bad because the, the what they put in our food makes us crave it more. Like you can eat and still want to eat more, but in Africa, when you eat, you you feel good. Like I, there's no urge to continue, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to eat. You know what I mean? Like you just you just eat good and you're satisfied. Like I, I can literally eat one meal a day over there and be, and be good. You know what I mean? That's amazing. That's what yeah. I'm looking forward to. I'm trying to change my diet now because this mm. is crazy. Somebody need to grow something. Mm. I feel like I got all the keys to success. I really mm. have all the tools. I have all the keys. I know everything that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. How do we implement this? <laughs> we, we need to delegate. Um, I, we definitely need an agricultural team of people like because we we've gotten so far away from agriculture um as a community because they used to be big with us and now it's like just not um but we need more farmers we need more people growing real food and real My heart is still alive but i feel like maybe this is a sign that maybe that's who i need to talk to okay you know my own grandfather was sharecropper mm-hmm. so yeah and then their kids, all my aunts and uncles, they worked on the farms and stuff like that when mm-hmm. they were growing up. My mom, she used to break the chickens' necks and stuff like that. Like, they, my grandmother and stuff like that, like, <laughs> always ate fresh, like, uh-huh. all the way up until she couldn't even take care of herself anymore. So even coming into the modern days of the early 2000s and stuff like that, she was still living real fresh. I'm t- I'm- we had the farmers still pulling up to my grandmother's house, getting fresh produce and stuff like that. So my aunt is probably the only one I know left that still has the, the juice. It's so funny you say that, because I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't think I got nobody. But then I just think, like, yo, my aunt 
does that too. Like they got a whole, <laughs> they got a whole like plot of land. They got like tiny houses. And okay. Like, this giant plot of land, and they got they got chickens, and they be growing stuff over there. We need to do that. Yeah, like that's that's like that's like important. <laughs> like, like if I was to start doing that, like how much would y'all invest in me? taking care of this shit because <laughs> i feel like that's what is required like i feel yeah. like at this point i was gonna need a membership i thought about being a farmer too it's just like me can too. i be a farm can i do farm life hell yeah we could yeah, i, I feel really... like i wouldn't mind doing it we could do it for ourselves yeah like just build like a whole and not have community. actual slaves like just actually want to do this shit. <laughs> yeah like create a community you know how many tax benefits you get from <laughs> And we still ain't gonna do it. That's why they give us the benefits because they know we're, we're not, not gonna, gonna do it. Because we want to go to the club so bad. <laughs> we to go to the club so Y'all bad. just see every week we just come here and just break down the bullshit of the Americas. <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna do? They say when you know better, you're supposed to do better. We'll look into this. And we know so much. Yeah. And we ain't doing shit. We 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 doing something. We talking about it. So the first, the, you know, first is you think about it in your mind, then you speak it, then you write it down. We need to start writing it down. That's the next step. Write it down, and then okay. once it's written down, we need to create it to execute. We need to. I, I'm so glad we're having this meeting here. And if you guys are on live and you guys want to be part of this, then hey, mm-hmm. join in. Mm-hmm. Um, we need our mastermind group. We need to set mm. a date of invite only and have mm-hmm. the extension. I want to see how many people we can get. I feel like I'm going to create a link and we're just going to see how many people we get. Mm-hmm. We'll create a date and then we'll find a place to host the amount of people okay. that are coming. And you want to focus what, on agriculture? No, I want to focus on no a mastermind group of people where we can have divisions from economics, business, agriculture, all the things that we need Dating, in our community. Dating with purpose? <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah, I know we we definitely talk about that a lot. It's of everybody that's on the same page. Mm-hmm. But it'll be invite only. Okay. And you will have to pay. Okay. Because that's really going to separate. The, the filter out the book. Yeah. The BS. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm with it. That's exciting. That's definitely exciting. Let us know if you guys are interested in being a part of this. I thought we need to do it before the new year. Okay. And then we should have a whole line of dates so that we can plan like the follow up. We can weed out the people that um like yeah, we can have like a So basically can, how they do like the multi uh the multi level networking meetings and stuff like that. Have a big conference, tell people what our mission is and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then from there if you want to be on board it, start from there. Yeah, cuz we could have different levels, different divisions on on different topics too cuz there might be more people focusing on bridging the gap. There might be more people Focusing on um, the agriculture and or just just different implementing things, but all moving forward for the same common goal and mission, which is yeah, the advancement of our people. Yes. Um. Oh my God! Would you compare? I, I wish this thing would go away if I could see better. Uh, would you compare milk from Africa Af- versus yes. the United States? Here is my thoughts on the dairy industry. All right, USDA, you coming for me? I already know. I do not drink cow milk. I think it's disgusting. I think it's I, okay. I saw a documentary called "What the Hell." Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's on Netflix. Only watch it if you have a strong stomach and you're not eating. Mm. <laughs> but it tells you about. A lot of the stuff 
that was told to us what we should eat and drink, um, which were lies. Um, you know, in America, they told us at one period of time that milk builds strong bones and that, um, you know, we had the food pyramid of like what's important and yep. breakfast is the most important meal of the day and all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's you about to throw some musical here. Um, it's called What the Health. Um, I believe it's still on Netflix. And ever since that documentary, I could not drink milk anymore. It, it stopped me cold turkey. Because, like, even at first, like, I wasn't even doing whole milk. I will do, like, skin milk or something like that because I would think that that's better. When I saw the process of them, of how they actually produce milk, mass-produced milk in this country... Thinking about it, it makes me sick. Like, if you look at what's in, I'm gonna say this now. If you guys have weak stomachs, I do. So what you about to say? Oh, okay, never mind. Not it's real bad. I don't, you don't know that about me. No. It's real bad. The thought of shit can set me off. Really? Real bad. <laughs> oh shit! I, mean, I was about to let it go too. You, I'm just like, about to say? Like, I'm just like, is he about to say it? You <laughs> to be about to throw up on yeah, sight. Yeah, I was like so scared. Like, what is he doing right now? Do you now? drink milk? Yeah, I love it. All kinds of milk. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I don't drink it straight though. I don't drink. Straight. I never did. Even as a kid, I always thought it was too much. You only do like with cereal, cereal and oatmeal, stuff like, stuff like that. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will encourage you not to drink that shit no more. I know better. You should do better. <laughs> no, dairy is definitely a weakness of mine. I like really? dairy. I like it. Wow. I like it. It's a big part of everything that I do throughout the day. I love okay. cream cheese. I love sour cream. I love cream in my coffee. I mm-hmm. love cheese. I love, like... Now, this is where I'm a hypocrite. I'm a rat, too. I like cheese. I like... Like, I can do that kind of stuff, but it's the, it's the milk itself that really set it off for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's in it? Do you want me to tell you what's in it? Would that set you off? No. Okay. Blood, pus, all that kind of stuff still gets into. Look at the how milk. they get it out, duh. I know, but it's just like, yo, like you're drinking cow blood and pus, and it's just when you see the visual, it's just like. But that's nah, meat too. Um. Yeah, no, don't try to beat around the bush. Let's talk about exactly what happens. When, as animals, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you put meat in the pan mm-hmm. and it, the grease comes out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's the same shit as pus and all of that stuff that's coming out of us if you heat us up and whatnot. Like, that, yeah. it look good because we have conditioned ourselves to like Come the process like mm-hmm. of how food is cooked. Mm-hmm. But everything about that whole entire process is just as nasty. Yes, I agree. But I also look at it in this way as well, too. We are the only mammals on the planet that drinks milk from another mammal. Mm -hmm. Okay. The whole purpose of milk is to give you nutrients for you to grow. Mm -hmm. Right? So when we're babies, we drink out of our mom's breast to get breast milk for for, for us to grow. We are not supposed to continue drinking milk past our infancy stages Mm -hmm. because we're already grown you know what i mean but we decided that to save the dairy industry they lobbied to the government to get um to get more grants and stuff like that and they were able to win so they started mass producing you know milk and cheese and eggs and all this stuff to save them about money 
and to get people to buy in the breakfast and buying all these things but mm-hmm. it was never designed for our health and what we're actually supposed to be eating and consuming every day we we as human beings are not supposed to be drinking another species milk mm-hmm. past especially past infancy stage we're just not supposed to mm-hmm. um but what I so what I did to substitute that, of course, I went to almond milk, ew, oat milk. I tried all of that. Really? I tried all. I love almond milk. Love ugh. <laughs> I thought the that bar nuttiest taste. I ew. It's the ugh. you got the wrong one. You must have got the wrong one. What's the right one? Um, almond joy is pretty good. Yeah, I had um, all of that shit. That's when I was giving Logan. So I nursed Logan for 13 months. And then after mm-hmm. the 13 months, I had transitioned him over. I had to try different things because all babies aren't going like everything. So I tried soy, I tried almond, I tried oak. Mm-hmm. Oh, he liked the almond more. So that's mm-hmm. what we ended up going with. But um, Great choice. Not as expensive as oak milk. Oak milk is crazy. Yeah, we tried all of them mm-hmm. um, just to see what he, he would tolerate, what he would like, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. He did the almond I gave it to him would hate when it would get on me don't want to because you know sometimes it's natural just to it's so nasty and then when I was breaking out and I uh, thought that it could have been triggered to dairy I was drinking my coffee with almond and oat milk I mm. could not do it like it's just so nutty you was mixing it you, so can't, mix, you can't mix the nuts pause no, no, not mixing it together. <laughs> okay. I was saying I was trying out different options the same way I did okay. Logan to substitute, and it just was not doing it. It was so disgusting. Mm. There was no milk there. It was like watery nut in my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to change your way? You want to try that again? You want to try that again or yeah, not? Nah? <laughs> <laughs> it was just. Oh my god. I can't no think what you <laughs> That is now you about to scar me. Now I can't drink almond milk anymore. Yeah, because it's water milk. <laughs> That's it. That's hey, what uh, it tastes like. It's just like nuts have been soaked in water, and it's white, so we're gonna call it milk. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I don't know which almond milk or oat milk or whatever you tried. That shit is fire. That shit is good. What do um, it taste like to you? You don't taste the almond? Because I no, taste the it, almond. It don't taste like almond to me. It just tastes like milk. <laughs> like but you milk said milk. you was never drinking whole milk. No. I was, I was a whole, I'm a whole milk type of bitch. Yes. And I say that with my... I love it. Like, everything Ooh. else tastes so watered down to me. Yeah, no, because I, I... And whole milk is so much sweeter. You know, I'm a sugar fiend. Like, I love... Like, just whole milk, it just... Mm-hmm. Mm. No, whole milk was always disgusting to me. And I, I was always... Even as a kid, my parents, they... They would give me skin milk because they thought the skin milk was better. Mm. So I just got accustomed to getting the skin. That's the skin why milk. you can tolerate almond milk. You was never really drinking milk. <laughs> no, bro, you was never really drinking milk. You was drinking water. <laughs> I guess. That's I guess. good. Yeah, because that's why I can taste the difference between that arm. Um, it's not because with whole milk, I'm tasting cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no, nothing yeah. but cream. Every even two percent, all of that shit used to be so watered down to me. It really used to taste like I was putting water on my cereal with a splash of milk. See, the, the only problem with that is, man, 
I just I can't I didn't say it. it was right. I'm just saying I like it. Like <laughs> and, it is what it is. And I'll say this too. I, I'm a low key. And you know key. that's what the hell they're making the cheese and shit. They're not making that shit with the two percent. That's what I'm saying. Like I <laughs> I know I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because yes, I will eat cheese. Yes, I like ice cream. My favorite dessert. Like I I will. I can eat it in and that. That shit tastes like straight whole milk. To me. That's how I know that they're using whole milk because I can taste the cream. Mm. I can taste the milk. But like the the milk itself, no, keep that away from me, please, please, and thank you. No, thank you. Mm. Um. Yeah, how do we get on this? The the whole I don't even know how we got he, to there. Uh, he asked about the difference between. Did you oh. get milk while you were in Africa? Well, you no. don't drink any, so. No. <laughs> um, I did not drink any of the milk, to my knowledge, in Africa. Um, I'm trying to think if I had something that had some milk substance. I just know from all of the food that I had, comparison to here was good, except for. This place that I had steak, which was not good. Why um, wasn't it good? What made it not good? Um, I was a little bit disappointed in, in this. You guys gonna get the, the exclusive update because I'm gonna do the whole vlog on it. But, okay. Um, I went to this restaurant called Slate. Very upscale, very nice restaurant in Nairobi. Um, you said it's called Slate. Mm-hmm. And um. They are, uh, I believe, a steakhouse, or a, because they have like a whole separate steak menu and stuff like that. that okay. They, you know, so I'm a ribeye guy. I love ribeye. They only had one ribeye left. So I'm like, oh, it was it was Just ordained. Right. Mm-hmm. It was ordained for me to have this. So I ordered I ordered the ribeye. She ordered the fillet mignon mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I normally get my steak cut medium well um, just to be safe you know especially in a new place now all people know how to cook steak well well that came out super well done okay very chewy very um, very nuked <laughs> so it wasn't good um, very well done that's the crazy part they asked yeah. you how you wanted it of course <laughs> and that, I didn't get it the way I wanted it I didn't <laughs> but, know if you were like let me get the ribeye medium well <laughs> you know what I mean like baby we only cooked the steak one time one way so <laughs> one I'm way. not even going to ask you. I should have told him medium should have, damn it should have probably told him medium rare and that shit might have came out medium well I ain't gonna lie that shit would have came out so bloody you'd have been messed up. like you're not just back on the stove please <laughs> right can you finish um, but um, at the same time they had the best calamari I ever had in my life. The most, the most fire calamari. Like I didn't even believe it was calamari when I when I first saw it because the way how they decorated it was um, on some next level fancy ass shit. Like, okay. I, I I don't even know how to explain it. That shit was crazy. But the, that calamari was fire. You had it appetizers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's the only appetizer you had. Uh, yeah. That night it was okay. just, just calamari, then the steaks. Came with coconut rice. I was about to say, what's that? <laughs> coconut rice was fire. I, I like the fact that Africans like do the coconut rice. I love coconut. Okay. A lot. I like coconut. A lot of people don't like coconut. Yeah. So it's funny that you said that because I actually, I like it. I don't love it. I like it though. I love coconut. And you can only get real coconut when you go out of this country. Like mm-hmm. all the places here in America that try to sell you real coconut is not coconut. Because I can tell it's real coconut when you drink it. It's kind of like almost feels carbonated a little bit. Okay. Um, but the ones here, of course, don't. It's just... I don't know what the fuck is this like regular water or juice or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, straight out the coconut, fire. You know what I mean? 
Um, but I don't like coconut pieces though. Like I don't want no like coconut cake or none of that shit. Like, that's see, I like th- that's the coconut. I like I like almond yeah, no. joy. I like the shavings. I like yeah, I, I like the coconut. That. Give me the actual coconut meat or the coconut water okay. or whatever, and I, I'm good. But like don't. I'm iffy with the water. The water's good. I'm iffy with the water. You gotta get you one straight out the tree. You know. <laughs> he said straight out the tree. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So, <laughs> going to the back to the milk topic. He said, "Does milk really make people grow tall?" Hell no. I'm calling. Head. Hold up. I got a button for that. Stop the cow. Goodbye. <laughs> I do not believe that milk makes you taller. I think the DNA. I think your DNA makes you what you are. <laughs> what your parents look like. <laughs> you know. Cause you stunt your growth too. Is that really real? Can you really stunt your yes. growth? Yes. Really? Yeah. You be seeing them little athletes. They be small. When they be having them weight training too early and stuff like that. Absolutely. They be looking like miniature men. <laughs> like you can. They look like they stop growing. But they don't. Uh, <sighs> Especially when they really come from a, from average and tall sized people. I don't think you, I don't think you can send your growth. I think you're always going to be what you're going to be. I think all that shit is just like to scare people or whatever. But I don't think that's real. Because clearly, my 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 growth never got stumped. And I was drinking iced coffee as as a child. My grandma, I would go to her little coffee maker, make my little iced coffee. Yeah, I've been drinking coffee since I was a kid. I never heard that it stopped your growth. That was yeah, that was one of the things they said. Coffee was something you grow. I never heard that. Really? Never. Hmm. Um. He said blood is okay, but not pus. You want blood in your milk, bro? You is wild. You 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 a strong one, man. I don't I don't want that. Let me tell you from America. <laughs> <laughs> milk is very great, especially eating with cereal. That's what I'm saying. I like it in my cereal. So good. You know. I'm Only just... ice cold though. After that, it's just like. I don't do cereal anymore. I do. It's been actually a while since I've done cereal. And I don't do it often, but when I do, I do it big. What's the cereal? I got choice? a son. Um, depends on how I'm feeling, honestly. It's definitely by a mood. Okay. Um, I like, I used to love Fruity Pebbles. They taste nasty. And they got too much uh, sugar and chemicals yeah. on them. You can taste the chemicals. You can yeah. taste the too much That's of the fact. sugar. It's the weirdest shit ever. And it gets, it gets like super soggy and dry way yeah, too fast. Yeah, it's way now. too fast. Yeah. It's, they fucked it all up. All up. Um, I like Captain Crunch, though. It's very consistent. I like Captain Crunch. The regular one? Or like, we talking about the Oops Berries or the... Or the, uh, the... The regular one. Okay. Um... I never liked that peanut butter stuff. Mm-mm. The Reese's Puffs, that yeah, shit was torch. Yeah, that's never been my thing. That shit was good. I like a Cocoa Puff, though. Oh, no, nah, I need a Reese's Puff. <laughs> peanut butter? <laughs> I don't like peanut butter. What? I don't like peanut butter. I'll, now, I'll eat it in certain things, mm-hmm. but like peanut butter cookies, peanut butter flavor stuff, no, it's got to be peanut butter can be in something like with other stuff with caramel and stuff like that. Like I'll even take five or something like that. A Reese's every... Once in a blue, 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 blue moon. Favorite candy of all time, Reese's. Really? Yes. Reese's is the, is the goat for me. Um, what about... I? For me, it was like Fruity Pebbles was my favorite at one point, but then, they, like you said, they ruined it. I thought I was the only one. I was like, is, this, is it me? Did I outgrow it or did they just fuck it up? They messed it up. Because um, I remember, like, when you eat something, you know how you have a taste in your mind? Like, yeah. it just never got back to that taste. And I was like, I know I'm not tripping. Like, I like Apple Jacks. Um, no, I'm good off that. 
I like Apple Jacks too. Um, what else do I like to eat? Like I'll switch it up. Like Sauce I'll just plates. go like all over. But that's Logan's favorite. He called oh. it Mighty Mighty Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went to Mighty Mighty Tiger. Across the places toy. I didn't put him on to uh, like the jingles that we used to hear. Oh like, the yeah. Commercials back in the day. You and don't stuff do it like no that. No, what me and Ryan was watching something the other day, and it had a jingle, and I was like, <laughs> "A jingle? Like, <laughs> don't take me back!" Like, right, right. I used to love me a good jingle, uh, so we put him on to the jingles and stuff like that. Hmm. <laughs> this is how I knew I was outgrowing cereal. My last favorite cereal, <laughs> Razor Bran. I love but nobody want to talk about it so, so you like coconut you like raisin bread it's my shit too but I've been liking it since I was a kid though for real oh, no, I, I had to grow into it I had to no, grow I into love it. raisin bran for, Once, cause for me maybe because it was some times in my childhood where we always couldn't have the fancy cereal the fancy mm-hmm. the, the, the colorful cereal and stuff like that was always way more expensive mm-hmm. yeah. like significantly probably like double mm-hmm. so fro- r- cornflakes mm-hmm. before it was a, before we could get the frosted Mm-hmm. Cornflakes was it putting sugar on it and stuff like that. So then after you got accustomed to eating, um, what is it? The um, not the frosted flakes, the cornflakes. Cornflakes. That yeah. I kind of had already was trained on the okay. raisin brand for real, for real. Right. So by the time the raisins, the raisins was extra. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah. And I'm not a fan of a raisin either, mm-hmm. but I like it in raisin bread and uh, just bagels and stuff like that. I can eat a raisin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, raisin bran crunch. Yeah, the raisin <laughs> that just sent it over the. Oh, top. yeah, that, that was that was me. I'm sorry, not raisin bran. Raisin bran crunch. Do both. I can do both. I want the raisin bran crunch. That was that was the story. I, oh, I cannot forget cinnamon toast crunch. What am I talking about? Cinnamon, that. cinnamon toast crunch was yeah. So yeah, I went from that. Then when I got a little bit older, I was like, okay, I could do some life. I could do some raisin bran crunch. Mm-hmm. You know, then I just stopped doing cereal altogether. But Honey bunches of oats. That's right in that that's, same yeah, ballpark bad. as the raisin brand. Yeah. yeah. But I forgot, like you say, you have a you have a son. So like that just that just makes Yeah, sense. before him upright. I don't really yeah. remember, honestly. I'm kinda worried. I didn't think about this. Like when they start having children, like you, you start everything is gonna change. Yeah. Everything changes. Oh man. Everything oh, changes. Man. Like, even because, like, me, like, I don't watch TV in front of him, stuff like that. Still, my son's six years old, I don't watch TV in front of him. I don't really listen to that much music in front of him and stuff like that. That's just too inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm usually watching what he wants to watch or something that's more age-appropriate for him. So, he might not mm-hmm. want to watch it, but I might put something on in front of him just to expose him to something else. Mm-hmm. But before you even get to that point, you're going to have to find something for your child unless you plan on being that parent that just doesn't let your child watch TV and stuff like that at all but it's very helpful I mean you don't want to rely on it but it's helpful so you're going to have to find something that you're going to be able to tolerate before your child even understands what the fuck he's watching Right. So like my brother right now, him and his fiance, they watching Spongebob that's their show of choice for their child. Okay. I thought that that was too inappropriate for my child honestly Yeah, Spongebob But they also, but of course as a kid we didn't know what the hell it was, right. and these kids aren't really going to know what it is either right. until. But, yeah, that makes sense, because cause with kids shows, and I noticed this too, like, when you go back and watch them, they, they really did try to make it entertaining for the adults watching and for the kids watching, where yes. it was like a balance, where it's just like, okay, the adults will laugh at this one, the kids are not going to get it, but the adults are going to get it. And it's still like that. Okay. It's still like that. Kids, even, even as bright as they are, they're still stupid. <laughs> Yo, you can't call the kids stupid, Jamil. <laughs> Now, 
don't they don't know shit about fuck. Like they know they know something. You can't call them stupid. They know some things, but they don't really know how to connect the dots. Right. Oh my god. Like it would just go over their head every time. That is so funny. Okay. Until you ex- expose them for not knowing, and now right. they now know because right. you them. Yeah, because I remember like you remember the show Cat Dog. Yeah, I love that show. That shit just made sense to me as a kid. <laughs> oh, like how the, the cat and the dog get
to work at the dealership, that was still some of the best times of me working someplace, even though it was a kind of high Hold stress on, you had job. a sales job before Dodge? Mm-hmm. What were you doing? I was selling shoes. Um, oh, okay. At Champs, like we still had to hit quotas and we got bonuses and stuff like that too. To yeah, but I was the best salesman there too. Oh. Like I just like every place that I did sales at, I was always the top. So I um, I did sales too, and every job that I had that required sales, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. like at the dealership. I was. I made it work for myself. Like, I don't know how to... Like, I just felt like once I realized that the sale is sold, like, it's, it's happening, mm-hmm. it was just like, I want it. Like, I want it for myself. Like, if I could have finessed some cars out the dealership off the lot, I probably wouldn't. Let me find out it was you that was taking the uh, the, the rims and stuff like that out the car. Too scared. <laughs> too scared. Like, Yo. I really don't want to go to jail. Yeah. I really, really don't want to go to jail. And I like when I do do stuff or take risks and stuff like that mm-hmm. to make sure that I already look at every single perspective and option that could go on if something were to go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand the people who just or we'll take that kind of risk to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. There's no women in jail. Why would I want to go there? <laughs> like, I can go. I'm just saying, if you know that you better go somewhere, especially when you talk to men about sex, especially men who are honest, they will, be, they will tell you that it's probably one of the best feelings for them on earth. Like, it's a really good feeling. Oh, what's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But people don't, won't just openly say that. Really? And for, really? Yeah. Like, I feel like everybody thinks that they enjoy sex. Most women, most women are not enjoying sex, number one. But for, for men, but for men, uh-huh. it just seems so pleasurable for you guys anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so what in the but, world would make you risk it? But That's why those guys are very, very sketchy. Sketchy, sketchy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Gotta be gay. Bruh. <laughs> Gotta be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we do know what happens in, in jail, but yeah, <laughs> um, I, I try to avoid it at all costs. Um, but yeah, man, I, I love women way too much to, to like get locked up for any man. Like I don't care, I'm snitching. Like I'm a civilian. I want to y'all know right now, I am not, I am not this gangster, this thug or whatever. I, I know too many of them that dead or they locked up, and I ain't trying to be any one of those two. Like my life, I feel like my life is worth it. Um, <laughs> I got some goals and aspirations to to hit. Yes, and um, I'm not gonna let something like that get in my way. So, yeah, call it what call it what you want. And um, yeah, I, I like to please my women. I feel I feel bad for those women that never had that. That's know? bad. Yeah, I feel so bad for them. But it's a lot of them. You know, they be always saying how they be faking and shit like that. You can't you can't fake a squirt. Yes, you can. You can fake squirt. They pin on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the difference between <laughs> you can tell the difference <laughs> between piss and squirt. <laughs> the way I thought you could. Cause y'all be drinking water anyway, like that. So like, it's definitely a difference. So. <laughs> No, I'm like, telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, I'm, I'm telling you. It's no. only a very small percentage of women that's really doing it, and those women that are doing it are not doing it often. 
It's nah. like a holiday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying I, I found like a frequent squirter, but yeah. I'm just telling you, bitches is pissy, and I know this because these bitches <laughs> come and they sit at my table <laughs> and they talk to me like I'm not a woman. So just in case y'all don't know on the podcast, I feel like y'all gonna know me tonight. Uh oh. <laughs> no, because I feel like we all know be me. reacting. Don't nobody really know me for real. Mm-hmm. I say what I want out my mouth. Uh, a fact. All the time. A fact. You can't say something to me that sounds like bullshit and me not call you out on it. That's a fact. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm being nosy, I'll let you carry on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to let you bury yourself. So I can really <laughs> see how good it's gonna get, but not sometimes I'm like to nip it in the butt. I that call bullshit. Like <laughs> that's bullshit. Right. So going back to the squirters, okay? Okay, okay here we go. I had a couple <laughs> clients tell me this, and I said the same thing each time. Okay. She gonna tell me, um, yeah, I'm about to go see my man, da, 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 and he already know what's up with me. And I'm like, what's up with you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking about like other females or stuff uh-huh. like that too. And he was like, he already know, like she on, yeah, 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 she on, she on what? Right. He was like, yeah, you know this thing get wet. Woo. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, like mm-hmm. cool. So then she go on to say how um, he he need to go ahead and just had the towels laid down already. And I was like, why? <laughs> Why he didn't do that? Uh-huh. She's like, cause it get crazy. I was like, it get crazy. <laughs> what you mean? She's like, I be squirting. I said you be squirting. Yeah, she's she's I like, said, but why because, come to Sea World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I was like, why? Why you need to lay the lay the towels down? Like, like you just know what's gonna happen, right? Uh-huh. She like, cause it happened every time. I said, what happened every time? Hey, yeah. Oh my what god. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you was peeing on every time. You was peeing on every time. And I feel like Jan was there. I was like, I'm gonna call her. It was other people there. I was just like, you peeing on this man every time. <coughs> Yo, it's not that Kenyan there. I'm sorry. I can tell it's bad. It's like you were smoking. And I know you Oh, know. my God. That is hilarious. Yeah, but these ladies be peeing on y'all. Oh, my God. No. Yes. You, 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 no. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> You're not going to get me to think. Listen. I'm telling you. There's some things you, you just can't. I'm telling you, these bitches been acting since day one. They was acting when they first gave you their number. They were acting. Like, first of all, you're not in a relationship with none of these bitches. They all acting right now. So, yeah, they're performing. What a lot of us do, We I be performing too. Now, I don't be faking shit, but I be performing though. You Sometimes you can't fake that walk afterwards either though. Like, like I said, <laughs> like, cause what's the point? Like, they're magicians, baby. Why, but why? But why do that? Like, the what, same what, reason the magician the is entertaining. The same way that you're convicted that your dick did that. That's why, baby. We boost y'all ego to the maximum capacity. Y'all talk about these passport, but we be still doing a lot of shit behind the scenes that y'all don't even know. Like what? Tell us one. Boosting y'all ego. Like Tell the way we do, we really do that shit. Like y'all really think that y'all really be doing that. Now some of y'all got the juice. 
some of y'all got the juice, but even the ones with the juice, we still gonna gash y'all a little bit too, just to just to put the battery in your back just a little bit more. Y'all don't want to like try to reduce the gassing a little bit. We don't always do it, so you don't never know when you're doing a good job for real. I'm gonna just let you know that right now. Now there's gonna be time. Now you gonna know. Now you gonna have the times where it's just like there's no gassing, but don't sit there and fake like every single time y'all no. be going in. You be putting in your motherfucking best best work. No, because that's not Because I'm intentionally not trying to give you my best every time. <laughs> like, like you never want to give your best the first go around, like ever, like. You you want you want progression. Okay. I <clears throat> I've had bitches <laughs> be like, yo, wait, like I don't remember it being like this. Like I do that on purpose. I do that. <laughs> like <laughs> like she was like, wait, like, but well, that's only that's only certain people. Like, of course, some people going to try to. Every, everybody's game is different. You know I mean, because I know some people be trying to put that thing down mm-hmm. on the very first go. Yeah, because they, because, I those kind of people, in my opinion, don't know. They just don't get that much pussy. So it's like they always trying to make sure they're putting in a really good, lasting impression to make sure they can keep that pussy. Mm. Like, <clears throat> that I don't, I don't need to do that. And then I ain't gonna lie, depending on how much. <laughs> damn, I'm exposing a lot. Depending on how much I really like you, I'm really trying not to like. <laughs> like, you know, we That's all. Some weak ass game. I don't like we, shit like that. Y'all really, y'all really take this shit to wait, the next what level. You, what you mean? What you, you mean? You said you really trying not to do what if you really like her. Okay, if, if I really like her, she's gonna get a solid like seven out of ten. You know what I mean? <laughs> And we're gonna work our way to that ten when I think okay. she's ready. <laughs> when you think she's ready? Yeah, because not everybody's ready for ten at all, at all. No, I believe that. Okay. Because some, that. yo, because some went like. Don't try to sit there and act like it's just women. Don't don't even do that. Just say people. Some women just can't take dick, y'all. <laughs> they cannot. They're not. They just can't. So like, you gotta like, you gotta slow feed them, and then you gotta. Be, is she worth slow feeding? You know what I mean, like. There's that. I don't know. This whole conversation about to go a whole other way. <laughs> I'm gonna, now I want to ask questions about the taking of the dick now. Because <laughs> what do you mean? Not all women can take dick. And it be, it be the baddest jones who cannot. The jones that have the, you know, the I feel like I want to get on phone lines. I want to take a caller in this conversation. Hey, yes. <laughs> Caller number one. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, I, the baddest joints. The baddest joints. It be it be surprising me like it be the little joints or the skinny joints that really know how to be like yo what the fuck is going on here. We had this conversation at my nail table that not too long ago, like a couple weeks ago, and my client is like tall, she thick, she's mm. pretty, mm. um, or whatever. And she had one openly said that she can't <laughs> take dick. Yeah, it'd be them. I, don't I know haven't why. heard that many women like 
openly say it, even in front of other women. Because they don't like, want to be women. embarrassed. Yeah, because they don't want to be embarrassed. She wasn't, she wasn't embarrassed at all. Like, we was just talking about, like, what some people do better than others. He was like, how big girls known for head, how little joints known mm-hmm. for taking dick. Like, mm-hmm. we was just talking about all, like, the stereotypes and stuff like that. She was like, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she from Denver. She was like, because you little bitches be taking dick. And I was like, oh, my God. You didn't have to say it like that. I mean, I yeah. do my thing or whatever. But, um, yeah, that's funny. Um, I still can't believe they was peeing on y'all like that. Who was peeing on me? I'm sure they was. I want to be there so bad next time so I can be like, I told you, she peed on you. <laughs> nah. You ever had um, you ever like tapped out? It was just like, okay, this is this person's too much. Like, is it them folk? Like, after hours and hours and hours and Gucci closed up. Mm. I can say, as a man, I had to tap out one time. Not one time. Mm, one time. Where's she at? I had to let, let her go. You were scared of her. Yeah, I, was like, I, don't, I, was like, I was like, you can't. Oh, what's she just doing too much? She was doing too much. Oh. I was just like, yo, like, we just, like, yo, this is like round 10. You are crazy. Like, you got to stop. Like, she just would not let it go. Like. That's, that's just OC. Yeah, it's like, yo, like, the, stop it. <laughs> like, there's no more for you. <laughs> All right. That's sad. Why was she acting like that? Why you was, wasn't doing what you was supposed to do? What, her? <laughs> <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do. I clearly, did enough. Clearly she wasn't right. She wasn't, wasn't right. Well, that's why. She, that's why you had to let her ass go. I gave her a five. <laughs> <laughs> you would have just gave her a ten. She could have been done with you. No. She was looking for a ten. No, she wasn't. She was she was looking for, she was looking for ten times ten. She was looking for ten ten times. It was nothing. Nothing you was ever gonna be able to do for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't wanna know this bitch. Mm-hmm. You can have her. <laughs> you, can, you want a number? <laughs> no, thank you. No, oh thank you. Oh my god. Oh man. You ever closed the girl coochie up? But she had to tap out. Hmm. For sure. Um, I'm hungry. <laughs> How long we been? Jesus Christ. Um, all right, we can close it out soon. Uh, talking about fruits. I think I'm only talking about the food in Africa. Okay. The food in Africa. The fruits in Africa were fire, by the way. You try anything new? Um, I ate camel. It's not a fruit, but <laughs> I ate camel for the first How time. How was it? Tastes like chicken. Tastes fire. It tastes more like beef. It's really good. Um, Why are they killing them camels out there? I mean, is it luxury or is it normal? It's like luxury. Okay. Yeah, it's not like in every restaurant and stuff. This came off every second. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to ask, like, yo, what part of the camel is this? <laughs> He's like, it's better if we don't tell. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. You did not insist. (laughs) I thought I was you eating. Yo, when in when in Kenya, you know, he can't served over rice, gravy. Rice. We also had chicken. It was like a big plate, so it was a 
a Somali slash Wahili restaurant. Okay. And um, they bring out a big dish that you can share with people. Mm-hmm. They have camel meat, chicken, the salad, rice. The camel was dry or it was in gravy? It was dry. Okay. But it was seasoned very, very well. Mm-hmm. It was like cute. I was like, just giving. I, I was trying to paint a picture. picture of it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was cute. Like, um, yeah, like yeah, it was good. Okay. It was good. Um, but for the fruits, of course, the fruits were amazing. Um, I I went to the store. I got watermelon, real watermelon, with black seeds. I know it was so good. It's so good. You so good. Me. You know how hard it is to find that junk now, like nowadays, like. I don't know if you like if you actively like search for a black seed of water. I don't, but I'm sure I can find it. I'm in Southern Maryland. I don't know. I'm sure I could. I'm I'm positive. You, you, you I live by know. farms. We are here. Go to the farms. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go to the farms. They yeah, have them. Sure. Okay. They have them. You let me know. Down in them sticks down the road, because I wouldn't just yeah. go to one of the ones just like on this side. <laughs> but I'm familiar with some of the. I ain't gonna lie. You let me know. They got some real black cedar watermelon going organically. Let me know. I'll I'll give you a bag. Give me five of them. <laughs> he said, "Give me five. Of them. Swear to God, like I I love cedar watermelon now. Um, I go to Sprouts uh, Farmers Market where I'm at. They said they had them at Safeway in Waldorf. Um, not too long ago. I don't trust them. I I I got one from Safeway. It's not the same. Like you know when you can like taste the watermelon and like as soon as you eat it, like you can like feel it going mm-hmm. through. Like that's how I felt when I had the uh, black seed watermelon in Africa, and when I had it in um, from Sprouts. Do you think, you think that's conscious? No, no, it, it's not. Like, cause I had another seeded watermelon from somewhere else, and I never felt that way about that water. Mm-hmm. I did. I didn't get the same feeling. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm listening to my body. My body is telling me what's real, what's not, what's organic, what's not, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't trust the stuff from the big chains and where it comes from, actually. So. Gotcha. But a lot of these grocery stores do still be partnering with local farms and they stuff do. like that too. They do. You just don't never know mm-hmm. when and where. Right. And it could be seasonal too. Yeah. Like I know. It is usually. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, the fruit the fruits in Africa were amazing. Um. <laughs> he said, "Wow, never eaten the camel before." Yeah, camel was fire, man. Gotta try it. All right. Sounds too convincing when you said that. It was good. No, I really I know, when it. you said it, didn't sound it though. Oh well, let me. You gotta try it, man. It's just like he was just trying to sell us anything. <laughs> Yo, you ever lived or you ever eaten at a Campbell? I don't know. <laughs> I came off too. Came off. Um. All right, that's gonna be this episode of Top Hill Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to close it out? Yeah, we've been here for two hours. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm tired. Um, I gotta get back to it. Um, damn. Did we cover everything we need to cover? Nope. <laughs> she said nope. Um, you gotta change that. Uh, I don't think you need to put it on there. This week's top topic. We're gonna put it on for next week. Yeah, we top topic other stuff today. Mm-hmm. Well, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Top Hill Podcast. Um, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. This was just kind of like a, a welcoming back kind of episode. You know what I mean? Yep. And Happy belated birthday. Yes, all that. And um, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in and partying with us this whole time. Um, this week, 
Um, I'm going to be releasing a lot of the backlogged episodes that we had. So make sure you guys are liking the video. Please like the video if you guys are here. Um, and um, put on the notification bell so you guys can get notified when we drop videos. I'll be dropping a whole bunch of videos this week from back, from backlog. And then this weekend I'm going to start working on the Kenyan vlog. <laughs> Bless it. Bless it again. Um, there's a lot of videos coming, guys. A lot of vlog, a lot of vlogging, a lot of videos. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Um, and I'll keep you guys updated on that. Hopefully next Monday I'll have the first video ready to go. So exciting. Yes. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. It's your boy, Mr. Top Hill Pod, a.k.a. E-Money Boss. And I'm your girl, Jamil, Tyrone Boss. We are out. Peace. Yeah, I, I didn't even expect to close it, close it out. You really want a song? Me too. She says, just get me out of here, nigga. Um, what kind of mood you in? The going home kind of one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, that's how you know it's getting late. I'm looking at the word. I don't see nothing. Right. We out, y'all. You need people like me. Fucking fingers. Top, top, top. Treat out my answer like Jehovah's Witnesses. Free all the dogs and fuck all the witnesses. They sitting down, we standing on business. 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 I'm trying to fuck all the bitches that look like He say business like uh, she went to jungle, she bought a body. I wasn't there when they caught a body. TPS think that I bought a body. Internet swear that I bought a body. Take more than that to go pass somebody. Them niggas talk about everybody. So low-key, I'm happy they got somebody nigga. Like what's in your shoe? We socking niggas. Like what's on your wrist? We cocking niggas. Like anyone home? We knocking niggas. We clumsy as fuck. We dropping niggas. Like Lenny Kravitz show? We knocking niggas. Like tennis indoors? We squashing niggas. Like combo number one? We knocking niggas. Nigga. We grabbing this girl and we leaving a note. She broke up with him and deleted a post. She said she was vegan. She eating a goat. I'm getting hard. I know I had looks. Don't know what to take. Don't know what I took. My doggy got booked for acting like book. You shot him in. What? You shot him in daylight. Don't talk to my man like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Did you see how they had, had, they were talking about this shit, and then they was like, y'all need to be easy on him. He only six years old, and then they played Bow Wow. Yeah, Bow Wow, yeah. 
And this goes for Blue Ivy too. Hey, go, hey, go. They need to let these kids that's not that great let us tell the truth about these goddamn kids. It's kids that's coming out of the womb that's really doing that shit. Yeah. You're right. It's not the same. Our they didn't like because you know I did get hit one time on Instagram about that damn Blue Ivy. You did. Yeah, I did. They had posted about how great hard she was working all summer and how she improved so much. And I said, much better, still unimpressed. And it's just not on that. Like, you on the biggest platform of the platforms, and it's just not doing what it's supposed to do. I know you did not go after the beehives. You're not going to be her child. Yes, I did. Oh, you. Yes, I did. Oh, you I best love Beyonce, but I'm not. I don't give a fuck about the beehive. I'm a Virgo too. Like I really feel the same way she feel about herself. Is exact. Mm-hmm. But you fuck all of that shit. My son doing shit at great levels. She not doing that at that great level. No, she's not. She might be doing other stuff at great levels. Mm-hmm. Not that. Okay. Not that. And neither just the child. <laughs> don't <laughs> talk to my man. <laughs> how how old is Adonis? Like is he six? Something like that. Can't be that old. Can't be that old. Are we still potting? I don't know. Uh, how, how old? How old is Drake's son? Adonis is six. Okay, so that's that. Yeah, I mean, if you compare Adonis to Bawa, that's that's that's. I'm yeah. I'm comparing six year olds. Okay. Fair. Damn, I feel like I'm comparing six year olds. <laughs> With new technology and advancements, where they should just be ahead of the game. <laughs> and are they ahead of the game? They're not. They're, they're not. They're not. They're way behind. They lack creativity because they just keep recreating other people's creativeness. Facts. Yeah, we're not teaching people how to think anymore. It's, it, <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, you're teaching, they're teaching them not how to be able to think anymore on their own. They're teaching them just how to think. Mm-hmm. Or what or what to think, not how to think. Don't talk to my All right, guys, we out. <laughs> Peace. Stop, stop, stop.